0: Following is a presentation of the Outside Lens Radio Network. gentlemen of the Outside Blitz. I am your host, The Fan. This one's Scotty Craytown, along with my co-host. Joining me today, the bootleg, Better Boots. Welcome back to the show. Good to see you. We didn't get to see you last time. I'm very excited to have you back. And then uh, missing today, Mr. Alex Steele. But I'm glad that we, this is why we have a three person team.
1: This is exactly why. So we can sub in. Hey, yeah. quick question. What's the best way to catch a mouse? What's that? Use clickbait. All right, the bootleg better, and who better to be?
0: Yes, uh, boots. You. Welcome back to the show, uh, Alex Steele. Kind of out. He's got prior commitments. That's okay. We yeah. will. Uh, we will be handling today's
1: business post free agency. It's some life things, Scotty. Sometimes life. Takes us on weird turns. Yes. And we, and we do what we can to make the best of it. Absolutely. Right? Take lemons and
0: make lemon pie. And that's what we're doing around here. Uh, free agency frenzy uh, has been, I mean, running wild for about two weeks now. Uh, yeah. Man, oh man, what a wild free agency it has turned out to be. Story after story. Yeah, it, it was nonstop. It was nonstop. I, I blew up your phone for two weeks. Yes. That's basically all it's been for it's two been weeks. been smoking for the last three days.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, we we went through and, and uh, w- today is going to be just specifically uh, free agency related. That is going to be the whole thing. We are going to be going through each team. And we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, essentially the winners and losers of free agency. We're going to go and and decide which team is a winner and which teams uh, basically shit the bed in free agency.
2: Loser.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Um, there were some teams that really had a rough time, just a rough yeah. time in free agency, and and then there were those teams that. Uh, and, and most notably, and, and I'll, I'll talk about them real quick, the
1: Detroit Lions had themselves a hell of a free agency. Uh, I, uh, they blew me away. Yeah, Brad Holmes making some excellent decisions. Yeah, I was uh,
0: just amazed by what I was seeing. But that is the, the plan for today. We also have our top corner prospects, so we're going to be talking about those. We haven't jumped into corners yet. Next week will be safeties, or uh, two weeks from now will be the safeties, and then it'll be special teams, and then we're going to be right on draft day pretty soon here. So, and the, watch
1: the bootleg B team get drafted.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be getting drafted. I I'm a lot of the B team I think is going to be early day
1: three. Ooh. You know, I
0: honestly, the more I look at it, and the more I watch the combine, and there were some guys that had some big combines. Yeah, you know, I I really believe that a lot of the bootleg B team is going to wind up being early day three.
1: The more I look at it. Yeah. So yeah, they're 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 trending. Yeah, that way people weren't talking about them. I was trying to sneak some guys in yeah. into the club.
0: Yeah, I uh, but, it was funny watching. Like I, I messaged you a couple of times about certain players, and you're like, hey, that's a B team guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, there he is. Check him out. <laughs> right. So we got pretty fired up. But uh, boots, let's jump into this free agency stuff. It was a wild time. Right into the pool. Oh my lord. What, what a wild time. We've got, um, I mean, 32 teams that are just trying to make their team a little bit better and get to the promised land that is a Lombardi trophy. And uh, we're going to start out in the AFC East with this stuff. I, I wanted to start there uh, with the good old Buffalo Bills. And the Bills, you know, they, they lost some guys that were kind of a big deal in a way. They lost Evan Singletary, but then they fixed it with Damian Harris, right? Yeah. So they fixed that running back position and I think Damian
1: Harris is an upgrade. Big time. He's he's exactly what you would expect a just a, a an R B one to be. Yep. He's like base level R B one. Yes. Yeah, Yep. and yeah. and, and that's, that's what they needed. Yeah, they had a bunch of RB2s over there. Exactly. That's exactly what they needed. As long as
0: he can stay healthy, that's the big thing for, for Damian Harris. It's yeah. been a problem over the course of the last several years, so we got to see whether he can he can stay healthy. They have not re-signed, and it's worth noting, they have not re-signed Roger Sta- Saffold as their uh, left guard. They haven't re-signed Jordan Phillips as the, one of their interior defensive linemen. So, those guys are still out on the board. I think those are, are big deals. David Quesenberry, he didn't get re signed, but they already replaced him with Connor McGovern from the Cowboys. So it, it seems like uh, Quesenberry is just going to be out there. He hasn't signed anywhere else. Um, that's that's a loss there. Um, and Greg Van Roten went out the door too. So they, they lost basically all their right guards. They they, they signed a backup in Mike Bochner, which is fine. They, they haven't resigned Shaq Lawson. Cole Beasley, obviously, retired. Um, A.J. Klein. You know, the, there are guys out here that they're not resigning that I'm surprised they haven't made a move for. Um, they're really uh, losing out on some talent. Uh, Jameson Crowder went to the Giants. They lost him. Isaiah McKenzie, who actually had himself a pretty decent year, um, he winds yeah. up going to the Colts. I was surprised that they let him walk. Uh, and the, the big one for them, and I think it's worth noting, is Tremaine Edmonds, who
1: absolutely
0: who takes off for the Bears. He gets a big money deal. He becomes one of the biggest, one of the high. I think he was the highest paid linebacker in all of football.
1: I don't know how you let that guy go. Yeah, it, I mean you got Matt Milano. He's really really good, but yeah, ooh, you're 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 about to hurt yourself, especially with this uh, offensive line, because the offensive line of the Bills was seemingly a strength mm-hmm. uh, two years ago, and last year it just fell apart. There was a struggle. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that kind of tells you that they know it, it was a struggle, and they are letting the guys go that they want to let go pretty much and are going to reinvest in the offensive line in the draft. Yeah, that's what kind of what I'm thinking,
0: and and they're going to have to. I, I think there are certain guys that are picking up. You know, David Edwards is a good pickup. You yeah. know, but uh, you know if you look at certain players that they've scooped up in free agency, like Greg Manx isn't going to be a, a game changer at center for them. I mean, let's let's be real. I don't yeah. I don't think he's going to be a starting center for them. Yeah. But you know, I mean, you lose Greg Van Roden, you lose Bobby Hart, you go out and you lose David Quesenberry. You just you just let them walk. Out the door, and I'm you lose Roger Saffold, and, and I'm over here it's looking big. down the list.
1: It's like, a starter. Saffold's a starter.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm looking down the list, and I'm going, look, I understand you need cap space for certain things. Connor McGovern's a good starter there at right guard, so it, it does fix the Quesenberry issue. But you have no offensive line on this team right now. Right. There's right. no Yes. Yeah. No, and you got to
1: protect Josh Allen.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's that's going to be an issue. They're going to have to really go into this draft and really invest in that offensive line. I understand that they're trying to save cap space because of guys like Steph Diggs, you know, who's going to be re- requiring a, a, an extension here pretty soon. Um, so I I almost feel like the Bills are kind of losers in this whole thing. I feel like they, I mean, losing Tremaine Edmonds was the big one, obviously. But there's no offensive line here. Now, they, they re, did re Milano and Poyer, which it, it, Jordan Poyer, obviously, you know, one of the heart and soul kind of guys of that team. Yeah. They finally went out and got themselves a running back, which they desperately needed. But yeah, I, I don't really buy Gabriel Davis as a number two receiver. They're going to have to fill that, I think, in my opinion. But, you know, he's so hot and cold, you never know which Gabriel Davis you're going to get from week to week. Uh, does he have a twin? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's... <laughs> It, you you got to find a different uh wide receiver for this team. You're going to have to go in the draft and find that. You got to find offensive linemen out the Wazoo
1: and I don't know understand how they're going to fix that situation. Well, the good thing for them is that this uh draft is filled with some really good uh offensive linemen. Yeah, you know. They're not all first rounder, but hey, you can uh put a uh first round draft pick on a offensive lineman for the Bills. I think, for me, the two biggest on offense, even even besides the offensive line, the two biggest on offense is the losing of Isaiah McKenzie. Yes. And uh, to be honest with you, Case Keenum. Yeah. As backup quarterback. Yep. Uh, or second team. Here's the thing. I kind of subscribe a, a lot of what I think to you're only as good as your backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that Sometime, is the case, right? Like when you look at look at the Kansas City Chiefs, for example. We'll get to them, in, in you know, in a, in a bit. But when they lost Patrick Mahomes, the second yep. for you know th- those games in playoff games, who mm-hmm. stepped up? Oh, I for- I forget his name at the moment. I don't understand
0: why I'm forgetting his name. Um, yeah. But you're
1: you're absolutely right. He he did step up. I, well, he's reti- uh, he's retired he's now. Retired now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad Henney. Chad Henney. There we go. We are sorry, Chad Henney, <laughs> that we couldn't come up with the name right hey, now. You we, know, we are experts in right. this <laughs> field of endeavor that we have chosen. Sometimes the names escape us. They you do escape give, us. Give me, give me a break. We're, there, we're in it. But yeah, Kay, uh, Case Keenum. Is a huge loss, I think, for the Buffalo Bills because if something happens to Josh Allen, we haven't seen him, you know, uh, miss time very much or at all. But you have a veteran who's been around, who's been in different systems. He 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 knows the NFL, he knows the pro game. He is a professional backup quarterback yep. and knows what to do, how to do it, when to get when to get the ball where it needs. Of all of those things, played with Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Yep, right. Yeah. So, a perfect compliment uh for that. So, losing him, I think that's going to be really big.
0: You know, and and they did attempt, you know, to
1: to bring in Kyle Allen to be the backup, but Kyle nah. Allen in my opinion is not a case keen. K- exactly. He yeah. is he's not the caliber of no disrespect as we all know we don't intend right. on this show to disrespect, <laughs> but it is what it is. Right. But we'll call a spade a spade here. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day,
0: um, the the bills to me, they they walk out of this thing as losers. I I don't know about you,
1: but they walk out as losers. What say you? I will put an L on them. Yeah, the, the backup quarterback position and losing Isaiah McKenzie and Tremaine Edwards; those are key, three key spots. Right, right. And now you got to you know dig deep in, in this offensive line draft class and, and try to replace those guys. So yeah, key cogs, yeah, key yeah. cogs to this whole thing. So um next up we got
0: the Miami Dolphins. the the now the Dolphins um, big splash early with the Jalen Ramsey move they they trade with the Rams, they get Jalen Ramsey, they get their guy. Uh, if you look also down the line it, 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 at the rest of their their uh, free agency class, you know Raheem mostert, they get him signed to a long- term deal. You know, you just got done saying you're only as good as your backup. I love the fact that they signed Mike White to a, to a deal. A divisional rival. Yes. I love that they picked up Mike White from the Jets. They go ahead and they get him on a deal. And and I thought that was just a really smart move. The Dolphins made moves. They, they really handled their business in-house effectively. Um, they re-signed Jeff Wilson, so they got both of their running backs back, which is awesome. They wound up getting Freddie Swain, who actually had himself a, a decent uh, a year uh, quietly, a decent year. They get their backup running back, uh, uh, Salvin Ahmed, back, who was actually tremendous for them uh, a few years ago. Like kind of flew under the radar with how good he was in certain situations. Uh, I mean, really, look. looking at these guys, looking at what they did, and they, the, the Dolphins are getting ready to make a pretty serious run from the look of things. Um, they get Nick Needham at the cornerback position. They go out and they get... Braxton Berrios, another guy from the Jets, and they take him with I mean, Dan Feeney, that's, the left guard. The Ooh. Braxton
1: Berrios. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a really good one.
0: That's that's quietly a good signing. Uh Braxton Berrios, I don't uh, and not only does he Unison have spe- hero. Yeah. He has special teams upside. Yeah. And and there's so many occasions where Braxton Berrios came through in a pinch for the Jets and for the Jets to let him walk out the door because they couldn't come to an agreement on a deal and Next thing you know, the Dolphins said, okay, and they signed him for $3.5 million. I, I just thought it was a great signing. That's a great number three receiver.
1: I, I mean, yep. obviously behind your big two. Consistently gets open over the middle. And when you've got those two speed guys mm-hmm. on the outside, right, with uh, Tyreek Hill and and uh, Jalen Waddle, even though Waddle you know, plays a lot in the slot, but yep. still, they clear out speed. Base yeah, with their speed, so across the middle, you got Braxton Berrios just eating up yards. Yep, yeah. and and
0: one other signing that that caught my eye was Deshaun Elliott, the safety from Detroit. Yeah, that, that swung over there. I I thought that was a great signing as well. I it, it just it kind of a
1: really solid, really solid player.
0: Yeah, I I was pretty pretty impressed with how the Dolphins uh, handled their business this year. Uh, free agency for them was great. Um, they let they did cut some dead weight here. They, they, I mean, Trey Flowers, to me, I've never been a big Trey Flowers guy. Um, a lot of people were really big on him, like when he came to Detroit. They said he was kind of a game-changing kind of guy. And to me, I saw Trey Flowers as a guy who uh, harasses the quarterback but never hits home. Then you
1: go back to uh, New England after... Yeah, I think he went to New England for a little bit, but he. Was that Cal Vannoy, I'm thinking? Well, about. Van Noy did go back to New England. Yeah, but, and then produced again. Yeah, because that's the system. He. Yeah, he fits that system. Yeah, Trey yep. Flowers. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's if, New England system. You go outside of that, then what happens? If you look at what they did,
0: though, Miami. One thing that they did do that I did not like is they went and let edge rushers, I mean, uh, that not named Trey Flowers, Melvin Ingram walks out the door, which I wasn't a fan of. They're going to need an edge rusher, I, and they tried to kind of fill that role with Malik Reed, but I don't think Malik Reed is anywhere near the caliber of a Melvin Ingram. Um, but they're going to need to find an edge rusher in this draft. I think that's kind of where they're going to go. They did get Andrew Van Ginkle, but eh, you know, and Porter Gustin, and eh. these are backup guys. Um, and But, I mean, if you look at, at Van Ginkle, he's not getting paid anything. Porter Gustin's not getting paid anything. They're they're trying to do the edge rusher thing on a discount. It's not going to happen. They're going to go into this draft and they're going to find themselves an edge rusher uh, for the Dolphins, and they'll be just fine. I Good think. news for them. There's plenty of. Them. Oh yeah, there's
1: a surplus of edge rushers in yeah. this draft. Yeah. So the, here, here's here's the the biggest takeaway from their free agency. Mm-hmm. Here's the biggest, the biggest that the Dolphins got in this offseason, mm-hmm. Vic Fangio. Yep. Vic Fangio, a defense coordinator. Now, the the defense itself will immediately, on name value alone, mm-hmm. it, it will immediately surrender less yards and less points mm-hmm. because of the system that uh, Fangio runs. It's going to need some, some more key pieces and having Jalen Ramsey that's big. Jay, That's huge. And and I thought they.
0: I just want to point out they they upgraded so big at the corner position because they yeah. they got rid of uh, uh um you know basically a corner that they signed for huge money, huge money. Where and I I'm looking for his name right now. They just released him uh recently, but uh it they. they Saved a monster amount of money, and then on top of it, they they get a, a basically a guy who's by and far considered one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, I'm kind of blown away by the fact that that you know they they wound up doing that, and Jalen Ramsey. They're going to be paying him twenty million a year. They were already paying the other cat what thirteen and a half. I mean, he's <laughs> I mean, mean, he's, he's
1: worth it. But here's the yeah. thing. Also, I'll say this: the situation at quarterback. Still very testy. concerning. Yeah, yeah, very concerning. Yeah,
0: and I think that's why the Mike White signing happened. the The issue with Miami for for this year was health at the quarterback position, yeah. and it and it's been an issue. uh You know, Tua to Tonga Veloa obviously has a history of injuries, and then Teddy Bridgewater obviously he's got a history of injuries. Yeah. Mike White doesn't get hurt, hurt as often as either of them, and I think Mike White is more capable of handling that system. But here's the
1: thing: is is that also a product of eh, play from your offensive line?
0: I think that's a,
1: that might be a case too.
0: the The one thing that they're going to have to do, and and it, again, this one is is sort of an under the radar signing. Mike jasiki went out the door, and that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be an issue as well. They they're gonna need. They to, never uh, used him to his full bo- potential. Yeah, yeah,
1: under the uh, the new regime. Yeah, you know the reign of terror of. <laughs> <laughs> In Miami, you know, just it washed away for for Mike yeah. Kosicki.
0: yeah he uh he wound up having he gets I mean he gets signed to a discounted deal with the Patriots four and a half million uh and Kosicki goes over there and we'll be talking about the Patriots shortly but man you know Miami what is
1: all this interrelation. Free agency moves yeah. all about. They,
0: they get they get mad at their team and they just want to go and harass them.
1: Yeah, just the want l- to go across <laughs> the street or down the street. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah, him down there. Wow. I'm
0: gonna go down there and slap him around now. You yeah, know? yeah, Gasicki, uh, him going out the door to a division rival is a big one. That's another uh, position that they're gonna have to handle. Adam Shaheen also went out the door. So I mean, they they did lose some tight ends there, um, and then Hunter Long was gone. So they they didn't.
1: Luckily, there's a surplus of tight ends. In this yes,
0: track. there is, and some very good ones. I, I think there's, there's going to be some good tight ends that are that are going to be available, um, and I'm I'm pretty fired up for them uh, in the in this draft. But I, I think that the Dolphins here, to be honest with you, I think the Dolphins were winners in free agency. Strictly on the Jalen Ramsey deal, everything else was just you know extra credit.
1: Yeah, Vic, <laughs> Vic Fangio and Jalen Ramsey <laughs> got him over the hump. We'll put a dub on him. Yep. Uh, a light dub because yeah. I want to see what what happens at that quarterback position. Yeah, that's going to really be really interesting. That's that. going to be the big one.
0: Um moving into the New England Patriots, uh, elsewhere around that division, uh they lost some pieces. There were some interesting ones going on here. Janu Smith, for example, starting with him. Very
1: disappointing.
0: Yeah, it was a disappointing Very. thing. Uh he goes to the Falcons, so they lose him. They you
1: know, they they didn't this is that guy that you always talk about they didn't Use their full potential, and you know where he goes. <clears throat> he goes right, right back to Arthur Smith, yep. who used him at his full potential in Tennessee. Keep an eye on that, Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, I think uh,
0: that's going to be really exciting, especially with him and Kyle Pitts there. And Drake London. <clears throat> yep, yep. So setting up maybe a, a, a good double tight end action there, yeah. which would be nice. Uh, the Patriots also wind up with Riley Reef, which I thought was a nice little bolster for their their uh, offensive Very nice. line. Very nice. Riley Reef had himself a good year in Minnesota a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and if they, there's one thing the
1: Patriots know how to do, is utilize offensive linemen to the best of their yes. capability.
0: One guy that is available out on the on the uh, free agent market
1: that I'm surprised the Patriots
0: didn't bring back, but for the price tag, mm, who knows, Isaiah Wynn. Uh, they just let him chill over there. Uh, other big signings, though, they they so they lose Jacoby Myers, they fill him in with Juju Smith-Schuster coming off the Super Bowl win with the Chiefs. Um, I sort of like it, but at the same time, the Patriots, they, they need receivers like crazy and yeah. i don't i don't
1: understand Jacobi myers is a better receiver than juju smith schuster
0: at this just, point in his career i yeah, think so
1: yeah just because jacoby myers sees the game from a wide receiver and quarterback perspective because he played quarterback in college right so uh, that's very valuable especially when you're talking about a slot receiver who can? Who knows how to get open? Yep. he knows what the quarterback's looking for. He knows where to get to on the field when he needs to get there. That's a very. That's a key. That's a low key. Uh, even though we talk about the Patriots when they lose people, uh, who cares, right? Because it was right. their system. But that guy, Jacoby Myers. He's really good. Yeah, he played really
0: well, um, and, and health was an issue, so I understand why they didn't bring him back from that perspective. Right. But, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't exactly been the most healthy guy in the world either. Right. Um, <clears throat> and the Patriots, they they did very little to fix that wide receiver position. They also lost Nelson Aguilar. He goes wow. elsewhere.
1: Is that really a loss, though? It is,
0: because Nelson Aguilar did play well for them. When he went to that Patriots system, he did play well. So they, But they, they have no receivers now. There are literally no receivers. I and mean, they do
1: not know how to draft them. Yep, Matt Slater. I mean, is there? I think they're number two. I mean, <laughs> and he's a he's a key special team guy. Right. Matt Slater. He's a he's a special team guy. So and then, they don't have a, a go to guy.
0: Yep, and and they did some good things. I mean, they went out and brought back Raquan McMillan, who I think is an excellent linebacker on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Uh, but and and really, to be honest with you. So they they get Mac Wilson, who I think kind of flies under the radar. There, he's a good uh, uh, linebacker as well. They did a really good job fixing the, the the running back position, though. They lose Damian Harris, and
1: they get my boy James, James Robinson. Robin. I like James Robinson. I do too. I don't know why the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't like. Him. I don't know why the New York Jets didn't like him, mm-hmm. brother. All he does, he's a, he's a football player, right? Right. He he is the tough inside runner doesn't care he he will go after you he takes on blocks he's a a, he's good uh in the past uh blocking game right he's he's a very good player i i i don't get the james robinson hate there's that that's a thousand
0: yard rusher that the patriots got for two million dollars yeah look at he'll take that (laughs) check yeah yeah they they only had to pay him two mil Right. Um, they they did some really nice things though. They bring back Carlton Davis, but the, you know there's there's a, a few things that kind of stood out to me. Brian Hoyer, you just and, and you just talked about you know you're only as good as your backup quarterback. Brian Hoyer goes out the door, but also right tackle Marcus Cannon goes out the door. Cannon. Yep, and Cannon has been very good for them for a while. So we they they lose Marcus Cannon in this situation, but you know ultimately overall looking at it, you know from. Uh, 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 just the perspective of what they got in this situation, I do think the Patriots did walk out with a W here. They also walked out with Jonathan Jones, by the way. That said, they they did
1: resign him to a deal. So I mean, after two weeks, yeah, Jonathan Jones, really good. Uh, yeah, uh, defensive back. Yeah, he's a
0: good corner. I mean, it, after two weeks though, looking at this, and they re-signed Carl Davis. So that was a really smart move. They they go and get their linebackers back. They they handle a lot of their in-house stuff. They fix, As guys went out, and that's one thing that teams fail to do, and we're going to be talking about the Vikings here pretty soon, but teams fail to do. Guys go out the door, you bring somebody else in to fix the problem. Yeah. And and a guy went out the door, and Damian Harris, they brought in James Robinson. And they also still have Ramadre Stevenson on this team. You yeah. know they re-signed Jabril Peppers to a longer-term deal, which is a, a one guy that I think people are just sleeping on mm-hmm. all day long.
1: I do. I've never been a Jabril Peppers fan. We'll we'll talk about him
0: some other day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Jabril Peppers. I've always been a Jabril Peppers guy. He gets four and a half. I mean, at four and a half, at tw- I mean, I think that's a great signing for at four and a half. Yeah, he's he's parlayed the. A... <sighs> that's a great signing because he, he's he's not super expensive. You know, you're not you're not paying him a ton of money.
1: He saved himself a career. So the night the uh I, I believe it was the Fiesta Bowl or mm-hmm. one of the anyway, the, the big bowl for Michigan, the year that he came out in the draft. It was uh real peppers and there was a tight end, Jake Butt. Yeah. Okay, they were uh playing against Florida State in this game. And prior to the game you know, people were uh during warm ups it was oh Will bill Preppers play? Because he was having some sort of hamstring issue. And I remember yep. watching a game, and he was rubbing the back of his hand. He knew the cameras were on. And he was rubbing <laughs> the back of his leg. Ah, ooh, I don't know. Ah, ah. And I thought, you you should be playing. This is the, the big bowl game. You're trying yep. to, you know, make this. Li-. <laughs> and he didn't play. Yep. Jake Jigbutt played. Yep. Jake Butt got injured in that game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: tore his ACL. Yes, he did. And was never the same. Nope, and he and he never really translated the league. He played, uh, he was in the league for what, a year, two years, two years, something like that. Cup of coffee. It wasn't long. Say. It wasn't long. Right? And now he's on ESPN uh, C-team broadcast. <laughs> you know, broadcasting the games, and Jabril Peppers are still getting paid. Yep. So maybe Jabril Preppers made the right decision on that night. He might have, but dang, I don't like Jabril.
0: Preppers. <laughs> it's personal.
1: It was always, it was always <laughs> hype over production. Yeah, right. He was never the guy to make the tackle. He was always in the screen when the tackle was being made. So oh, he's always around the ball. Yeah, but he didn't commit to making the play. Right. I never liked that about him and that's just that's just me yep. and I'm a nobody. <laughs>
2: right. God
1: damn you, Jabril All Peppers. Right. Well, um the my
0: the New England Patriots, I I think ultimately they get a W here. Um the the receiver position needs some work and they do need to get some offensive linemen. But, I mean, outside of that, I think the
1: Patriots are in actually pretty good shape given the circumstances. And I'll go off the board. The best thing that they did was get rid of Matt Patricia as offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! They needed Matt Patricia to go. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, so just for that alone, yeah, Yeah. let's give him a dub. <laughs> I think the Patriots get a dub. Matt w Jones is like, thank you. Yeah, thank
0: God. Uh, the Jets making some interesting moves. Uh, you know this is kind of becoming an interesting situation for them. The Jets so first let's start let, let's start with the big trade. We talked about it a few weeks ago.
1: See that elephant over there?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. So uh, the Jets go out and they get Chuck Clark. I love that move. I thought that trade was great and it was a very uh, uh, low cost trade. They they yeah. got they got Chuck Clark for like a seventh rounder. I mean, it was nothing. Yeah, Chuck Clark's is. a good safety,
1: really good.
0: Yeah, and he was, like it was it was crazy. And I, I talked about it on the show last week when Tyler was on the show, we were talking about you know he's a big Ravens fan. We were talking about Chuck Clark, and I and and Tyler was like, we need a safety, we need a safety. I was like, I don't know that Chuck Clark guy looked pretty damn good. And Tyler goes, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And about eight weeks later, Tyler's going, you were damn right about Chuck Clark because that guy's yeah. a, a monster. And uh, Chuck Clark has been really good, and I understand they've got Kyle Hamilton over there, who they feel is going to be their guy. But Chuck Clark, that trade was excellent. They're only paying him 5.1 this year. He's got, I think, two years left on his deal. He's got $10 million guaranteed money. I mean, it's, it's really a great deal. You get a good safety on a discount, smart play there. Another good signing. They, they went out and they, they picked up Alan Lazard right off of free agency. Um, trying to entice, and, and let's talk about the elephant in the room, they're trying to entice Aaron Rodgers to come on over and play for the Jets. And apparently the, um, the trade talks have, have sort of uh, stalled out on the Aaron Rodgers story here. There's a lot going on there. <clears throat> the Jets have a lot of draft capital though. Let's let's make that clear. The the guys they've traded away, the guys they've traded for, the big one being Elijah Moore. They traded him away to the Browns. They walk out with a second rounder. There was like Elijah Moore in a third for a second round pick. I don't like trading away Elijah Moore. I hate it. I yeah, I don't like it. I Get think he's the Jets. yeah, I think he's an excellent uh, receiver, but I understand that they were trying to entice Rodgers to come in, so they were cutting costs. Elijah Moore was, uh, let's be real, Elijah Moore was kind of an asshole last year. Um, he was hooting and hollering and bitching because he got outperformed by Garrett Wilson. He got outshined by him. Um, and, it, and it just is what it is. Elijah Moore needed to understand and, and accept his role as a number two. But I do feel bad for Elijah Moore because he had the opportunity to play with Aaron Rodgers. So now he goes from Zach Wilson to, you know, the the ghost of of deshaun watson past here i mean that's yeah. that's what it is um so elijah moore winds up with the browns i don't like that i think that guy has the capability of being a number one the jets though uh, looking at some of the guys that they let go out the door i'm a little surprised they did get me Hardman, harvin by the way me Harvin hardman is is a nice uh uh Number three, but he's also got special teams upside. Um, but here we are: L- Laurent doverde Tarvit Tardif goes out the door. Cedric Agbui goes out the door. Um, you you let uh, I, I mean Mike Remmer is no big deal, but you let Quan Alexander go out the door, which I did not like at all. Um, and the big one for me that they the well, the big three that they failed to sign: Lamarcus Joyner is still out there on free agency. George Fant is still out there on free agency. And the center, Connor McGovern, all on free agency right now. And they have not made a move to sign those guys. And I find myself going, what in the hell are you doing leaving George Fant on free agency right now? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, They need offensive linemen, and they need him bad. I know they have Elijah Uh, Vera Tucker over there, which is an excellent guy to have. George Fant. Yeah, George Fant. get. Get you either get Fant or McGovern back. You you have both of them. You gotta those get backs. somebody back. Yeah. Because here's the
1: thing. Um I fully believe and uh baby don't listen to this part. <laughs> I fully believe Aaron Rodgers was worming his way mm-hmm. into having his way in New York. Yeah. And yeah, you're gonna sign so and so and you're <clears throat> gonna sign so and so, and then I'll come in with to receive, or you know what, we're not gonna say so and so. We're gonna say his name, okay? Alan Lazard and yep. Randall Cobb. The right. rumors were that Randall—he was trying to get Randall Cobb over there too. He was trying Rogers. Right, Rodgers, was trying to get guys that he was comfortable with mm-hmm. in the offense to to run what he wanted to run. Right. Is Nathaniel Hackett over there in New York? I believe so. I think he's our offense coordinator. So, what does that tell you? Yep. Right, Aaron Rodgers trying to make moves, trying to play GM behind mm-hmm. the scenes to get what he wanted over there on the offensive side of the football. Right. Problem is, Green Bay ain't playing ball. Yeah, Green Bay it wants, they They expect the Jets.
0: Somehow I think Green Bay, overval- and, and I hate to put it like this, because I understand a lot of people believe that, and, and rightfully so, that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But let's be real here. For a thirty-eight-year-old quarterback making fifty million dollars a year, you aren't going to get four first-rounders in three seconds. It's just not going to happen that way.
1: And that's why, <coughs> and that's why they're making it so difficult yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. Why do you think they're making it this difficult for him? You know why? Because for the last three years, the last three seasons, mm-hmm. he had it, Rodgers has made it difficult, difficult. for them.
0: Yes, and, and
1: because and and Green Bay, they're not an organization to do that type of thing.
0: I don't but know about all that. They
1: don't. But here's the thing: when when they feel that they've been disrespected because they treat their players and they treat their people with respect, and you know, I don't and, know about that either. Upfront, I can I can attest to this. Well, here's and, here's my thing about that, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna cabosh that because
0: when they brought Brett Favre back in 2007, uh-huh. and they said, "Hey, Brett, come on back." We want you to be the starter for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. What did they do a week later? They traded him off to the New York Jets and sold him because they, and the only reason they were enticing him back to the fold was so they could use him as trade fodder to make sure that they got something out. But what of him. had
1: Brett Favre done to them? No, uh, oh, and I understand. Oh, that. I'm gonna retire. I might retire. Oh, I might yeah. not. I might retire. I'm coming back. He was doing that. Yeah, he was he doing was the doing hokey poking See yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you got Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing right. at the end of his run. Right. Uh, I'm not showing up to training camp. I'm not going to get chemistry with my guys. I'm not going to get chemistry with my guys. Try and throw a freaking go route. The first play of the season, Christian Watson drops it. And that was the entire first half of the season. That was the story. Yeah, it was a big drop. Right. <laughs> the big drops. Right. It, Aaron Rodgers couldn't get on the same page with the receivers. Couldn't get on the same page with the receivers. They were getting good running uh, uh, Good, good routes the, and yeah, yeah no, I'm sorry. the uh, The run game was working. Yeah. But then when that started working, okay, now we're gonna throw it all over the yard. No, no, no. Rogers, you had AJ Dillon doing work. You had, uh, uh, I'm sorry, dropping. You had the running game. <laughs> Aaron working. Jones. Aaron Jones. Yes. Thank you. Was working, but then when that started working, oh, now I'm gonna throw it all the time. Right. Aaron Rodgers wanted it how he wanted it. Yep. And He's trying to do the same thing in New York. I'm gonna get it how I want it. Well yeah. the Packers aren't playing ball.
0: And and that's one thing that, that Aaron Rodgers always had he had an issue with in Green Bay is is he always had an issue with the way that they drafted. They they never did him any favors. And and if you look at, at like Aaron Rodgers, there's there's no reason why Devontae Adams should have been your only guy and that was it. And and for years it was. It was just Devontae Adams and everybody else. Well you could say that. And but it, yeah. he was still producing. Though. Yeah, but yeah, he was still producing, but it was Devontae Adams and everybody else. And then Aaron Rodgers goes, Look, I need I need a weapon here. I need a second weapon. And they wouldn't give him a second weapon. And then next thing you know, you get undrafted Alan Lazard in <laughs> there. I mean, hey. is it, it that's what it became. Hey. And and Rodgers was pissed, and and every year he would get more and more pissed, and then they went and drafted Jordan Love, which was like the ultimate slap in the face. Especially when you had the caliber of receivers that you had on the board in that draft at that mm-hmm. time, you mm-hmm. draw, go and draft. You say, "Okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to go and draft your your successor." they were <laughs> planning for the future, and and Rogers is like, "What the hell? Give me a fucking receiver!" And
1: I, and, <laughs> for Christ's sake, and, and they, they didn't, and
0: then they went seven, three more days, yeah, and did not draft a single receiver.
1: Yep. Not they one. invested in the offensive line. Yep. They invested in the defense because they're building the team from the inside out. They were preparing themselves for when they had to say goodbye yeah. to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, life and, after Rodgers. And, and in the business, you have to be enough of a businessman in your mind to also know that that's what the team is going to do. Right. Right? right. And truth be told, brother, you had the ball at the end of the game in playoff games against mm-hmm. the san francisco 49ers and playoff pick. games against the uh uh the tampa bay buccaneers when you let tom brady come in here and beat you i'm, I'm sorry i'm only gonna <clears throat> there's only so much slack i'm gonna you're supposed to be an elite quarterback mm-hmm. okay well make chicken salad out of chicken sh- right. right right that's, that's what separates the really good from the elite from mm-hmm. the hall of famers from the hall of you know what yes so so
0: and I I look at I look at the the New York Jets right now and and I they're they're kind of in a a almost quarterback purgatory at this point because you know you yeah since Brett Favre since that we're talking about Mark Sanchez we're talking about Mm -hmm. Sam Darnold
1: we're talking Mm -hmm. about Zach Wilson. They didn't, I mean, do, they didn't do Darnold any favors either. No, they didn't get any uh, linemen to protect the kid. Yep. Right, and so he was, you know, all the the grass stains on the back of his jersey. Yeah, his jersey was completely green all the on the back all the time. All those grass stains. He was like, they didn't help him out yep. by getting him an offensive line to protect him. Right, and so now he and then he goes to Carolina. Still went to a, a bad offensive line, right. and looked how bad he's looked in Carolina. Yep. And now they're looking to move on because of what they didn't protect him with, right? <sighs> they're the, the, hustling backwards. Yes, I, I look at the Jets
0: though, and and unless they get this quarterback situation handled, mm-hmm. unless they get this Aaron Rodgers handled, yeah, it's an L. This could shift toward being a W. Really, if they and, and it really also it depends on a if they can get the Rodgers deal done, and b if they don't completely kill themselves for the next five years, and and that's going to be the question about the Jets. You know that they're, they're to me they're all in, and 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 I, I look at like uh, Will Parks. I thought that was a really good re-signing. Getting him back was was important. Um, you know they. They they went out. and They got Ty Johnson. They you know right here he's listed as as uh, uh, still a free agent. And uh, Ty Johnson actually just re-signed
1: with the team yesterday. But um, you know that there's the defense is is there right? Yeah, it showed all yeah. last year that the defense is there. Sauce Gardner, Sauce Michael Garner Clemens, and kill, all those they're guys doing yeah. what they're supposed to do right. But the quarterback situation, you're not gonna try. You're not going in with with Zach Wilson. Uh, give me a break. Right, like that's done. Right, right. Mike White is out the door. They've put all of their chips in the in the middle of the table for Aaron Rodgers. And they they have to get him. If they don't get him, they're done. Yeah, if they don't get Dead. him, this is an L. And I also want to point out, I, honestly, I'm gonna say this right now. Even if they get him, it's an L. It's an L. Because uh, they sold the farm, they're gonna have to sell the farm for him, huh? and he's not going to produce. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't think so? No. Oh boy, oh boy! Now I stand on that.
0: Bold, man. bold,
1: baby. We now, love it. Now, baby, you can start listening. We love it
0: around here. Um, <laughs> moving into the NFC or the AFC North, um, we're gonna jump with the Baltimore Ravens. These are guys that uh, I think right now are. Uh, I, I think these guys are taking an L. And, and I'm going to say it straight up. I think they're taking it out. Here's the team that's handled their quarterback situation properly. You think so?
1: Absolutely. I,
0: I Well, here's here's what I'll say. First of all, you know, letting, letting Chuck Clark go out the door, you know, that's one thing. You know, they they did the Michael, Michael Pierce. They got him back. They signed Raquan Smith to the big deal. Gus the Bus Edwards comes rolling back in, which is smart. Right now, Lamar Jackson. So I, I do think that... The Baltimore Ravens were very smart in applying that franchise tag on, uh, and and it's a non-exclusive.
1: They they applied it to Lamar. It was very smart because nobody's gonna pay them. Nobody's gonna pay Lamar what Lamar's asking for.
0: I and and I, I, everybody wants to talk about all this bullshit about collusion and whatever else. Let me just make this abundantly clear. Number one, you're not gonna give Lamar that fifty million dollars that he wants that for that because he's not worth that. He's not worth the fifty million. I think he's an electrifying player, but at the same time, Lamar Jackson with two years of injuries and two years of not performing these last these last two seasons, really, he's not worth that price tag, and it's also not worth having to give up two first-round draft picks to go and get him. The Baltimore Ravens are not willing to give Lamar Jackson, unless he shows this year that he can
1: just kill it, they're not willing to give him the $50 million that he wants. Teams would have done that two years ago, yes. maybe? Yes, yes. But not now. Not now. Not after nope. they've seen what they've seen. The book is out. Yeah, they they. So I think they handled this year properly.
0: But yeah. but moving forward, they're going to have a hard time with that quarterback position. I
1: would be watching right now if, if if you're a Ravens fan, all eyes go to the draft. All eyes go to this draft, or maybe even next year's draft. I'm I, telling you, I do
0: think they go toward this year's draft, and and I do think. Uh, that a specific Florida Gator might be heading that way. Oh, you think mm, so? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you you might be be seeing a, a change of the guard.
1: Same type of quarterback, different system, or or, or a different team. Is the, but is the system going to be the same now that, that there, there's no Greg Roman at offensive coordinator? I change think change coordinators, so the system is going to change. I think is still going to be run based because that's what Baltimore does. Watch, watch Baltimore go after Stetson Bennett. I was going to say, I was going to say Hendon <laughs> yeah. Hooker,
0: brother. Yeah, well, Hendon Hooker could be the thing, but you got to remember that offensive coordinator they did get. He's a he's a pro. he's, he's a Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he is. He's a Georgia true, Bulldog. It,
1: it's a pro style offense. Yes, and Hendon Hooker hit fits a pro style offense. He does. He can deliver from the pocket. He does. So, so that, that'll that be
0: interesting. Uh, guys they let go out the door, though, and this this is a big deal. Marcus Peters is still unrestricted. Um, Clias Campbell goes out the door. Justin Houston goes out the door. Kyle Fuller goes out the door. Jawan James goes out the door. Jason Pierre-Paul goes out the door. Um, and, and the Vikings go out and sign Josh Oliver, so you lose your, your blocking tight end when you're in a run-heavy scheme. Demarcus Robinson goes out the door. I mean, Kenyon Drake, who actually filled in extremely well as a backup running back, goes out the door. Um, they did manage to re-sign Tyler Huntley, which I thought was a, a smart signing, but and they did manage to re-sign Justice Hill as a backup running back, but he's got injury issues out the wazoo. I'm not sure
1: about that one.
0: It, yeah, I'm not. He's got injury injuries out the wazoo there. I and then you got Brett Urban, the interior defensive lineman, um, which I mean, hey, okay, I'm okay with it. To me, I look at what Baltimore has done here, what they've lost
1: versus what they've gained. Um, this is a big L for me. I don't know. Here, I'll say this. The management and ownership of the Baltimore Ravens has been stellar. For years. For years. Yep. Ozzie Smith does not get the credit he deserves. No. And and the owner uh, Steve B- uh, Biscotti Bishotti, mm-hmm. if, if I'm pronouncing it wrong they have made all of the right moves they have played chess the entire t- the, their entire run mm-hmm. and they have been successful at it multiple AFC championship appearances multiple playoffs they've got a Super Bowl under their belt and appearances so and and I, now their current uh, GM Eric DeCosta has been yeah. excellent for them so I'm looking at it sight unseen so to speak. Mm. I'm giving the Baltimore Ravens a W just because yeah. they've been so on track and so and so good for so long. Mm. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? They get the credit with you, me. Yeah, you can right? do that. I I mean, I I just I it's look a, at this I look a, at this list. It's a strong defensive end class. It's a strong Yeah, yeah they're losing some edge guy, Calais Campbell, brother. Time ca- you know, Time yeah. catches up with. Players Campbell, right? Justin Houston, JPP. I mean, you're JPP you're, again. These are JPP, and, and I know they're aging players. That's what I'm saying. But right, but I also see these players as guys that are
0: effective. They're yeah. still playing at a high level, and if you're looking to, and and look, I understand you're looking to get rid of JPP's 34. Calais Campbell is 37. So, right. you know, so I understand you're you're looking right. to send these guys out the door and you're looking to go younger and and that's fine.
1: Great draft
0: for it. It it is a good draft for it. I want to see if they can find their edge rushers of the future. Um, yeah. you know, they they've got some guys that they need to consider. But the big one for me
1: mm-hmm. that
0: that they did not re-sign or haven't re-signed and they've made the cap space to re-sign, but, well there's two of them. It's Marcus Peters and Kyle Fuller. You have no
1: corners at this point. And and once again, it's a really good draft for that too. Yeah, I mean it <laughs> is. It is, but <laughs> and, and I, but it, yeah, I will say
0: this. You know, it's a good it's a good draft for corners. But I am of the the mindset after seeing and and, and we've been watching football long enough where it's never good, and we saw it with the Vikings in twenty twenty, and it is never good for a team to go out and rely on, I'm just going to start a bunch of rookies at corner, and hope for the best. You should have one key shutdown guy that is your veteran guy to teach the new guy. And for a while, we saw it with the Vikings. Antoine Winfield taught Xavier Rhodes. And Xavier Rhodes, for a while, he, he helped... Uh, um, Oh God, the cat from Michigan State. I uh, you know, it, it was just it was over and over and over again. They were yeah. shifting these corners in and out to, to make things work and <clears throat> y you, you you can't field rookies. And then you saw twenty twenty rolled around and the Vikings, they're they're over here starting Jeff Gladney and Mike Hughes, which is a disaster. That's cause the you can start
1: rookies. You have to start the right rookies.
0: But you can start rookies, but if you're gonna start rookies, I'm I'm just I it's almost like a quarterback position, you know, you you want to have that veteran guy well the the new rookie sits on the bench and learns for a minute that's how you get a guy like a Patrick Mahomes you know just like Antoine Winfield taught Xavier Rhodes that's how you wind up with Xavier Rhodes having four great years for a while there, you know and having a nice stretch there yeah. and then going over to to Indianapolis and having himself a great, great year over there. A little that
1: resurgence. resurgence. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like the, he, these guys are capable of learning. To me, Marcus Peters should be, you know, priority number one. He's an unrestricted free agent. I understand he's thirty years old, but you know what? The the prime for great players is from twenty seven to thirty three. Yeah. That's the prime for NFL players, and, and and same goes with Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller's thirty one. Kyle Fuller is still in his prime. He's on the back end of his prime, but he's still in a prime. Give the man a two-year deal. Get yourself a veteran corner in the fold so you're not sitting there going, oh, shit, what do we do now? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And They, they
1: could still re-sign them.
0: They, they could. They could. These guys are unrestricted free agents right now, so they could be signed. But I, it's worth pointing out they don't have corners. It can change. Right. This could This could become a W. Yeah, but but I think as of right now, two weeks in, mm-hmm. Baltimore's an L at this point for me. But two weeks in, I'm gonna give them credit. Oh God, oh God, <laughs> I can give them credit for the the tag. I can give them credit for the tag, but I, I can't give them credit for for the other stuff. Uh, next up, of ba- uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals, uh, man, they. Did some really, really good and really, really bad things. Uh, the first thing that they did really, really good—they got Orlando Brown, who had himself a great year with the Chiefs. Um, yeah, they signed him to a sixteen million dollars—it's sixteen million dollar a year deal. Um yeah. you know he—he he played ninety-eight percent of the snaps. He's twenty-seven years old. Brilliant signing.
1: Yeah, early in the season, the dry cleaning bill for Burroughs jersey was huge. Yes, <laughs> he's—I mean, that's so, for the last two seasons. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, but now I think Orlando Brown's a really good signing. Yes, I mean, he's not. You know, he's a really good player. That you know, Chiefs just weren't going to. You know, Chiefs yeah. were going to pay him. Yeah. You know, they've got other things to worry about. Yeah. Bigger fish to fry. Exactly, and, you know, and
0: that I, I think the Chiefs are smart enough to go out into that draft and find themselves an offensive. They did tackle. it before. Yeah. They they've done it, and and I held. They did it in the third round with Creed yeah. Humphrey, yeah. who was on this show two yeah. years ago. Creed Humphrey was our Rookie of the Year at center over there. So, I mean, on this show a couple years ago. So, um, Orlando Brown, I know he'll be able to be replaced. It'll be a smart, uh, a smart thing for them. to. Or I'm sorry, Orlando, he was a good replacement, rather, Orlando Brown. But it was a good signing by them. But moving forward, Jesse Bates, um, Von Bell, the Bengals lose both their safeties. I think the, the, the mindset there is Daxton Hill's going to wind up
1: at the safety position. And being the guy. Yeah. I, I don't mind it, but, man, those Dude. are two strong you're, losses. Right? You're taking your risk. Yeah. You're it, taking your risk. Yeah. Daxon Hill's really good. I like him, but, like I said, Jesse Bates and Von and Bell, really good safety. Yeah. I player. had a feeling. You know. I had a feeling that they were going to go
0: out and, and – uh, pick up Daxton Hill in the draft when they did, and they did wind up getting him. And and I actually I predicted the spot and everything right okay. in the first round, of the first round. So I was proud of that. But um, I I did because I noted that that Jesse Bates and Von Bell did have contracts coming up. I did note that Von Bell is 29. To me, Jesse Bates should have been the guy that you sign. I like Von Bell a lot, but Jesse Bates is 26 years old. There's a lot of development to be done there, and instead he goes off to the Falcons and gets signed for 16 million. Von Bell goes off to the Panthers. He gets seven and a half a year. So, I mean, it's, you know, you lost your two big safeties. And then a guy that I actually want to point out that they lost in a big way is Hayden Hurst, who had had himself probably his best year as a pro
1: this last year. I mean, he was outstanding for them. Yeah, and he delivered in big moments.
2: Yes,
0: um, they they needed to get uh, Hayden Hurst re-signed to a deal. Hurst goes out the door, gets seven point two five from the Panthers. He goes and follows old Von Bell over to Carolina. They do um, they do manage to do a few things here and there, but I mean, ultimately, I mean, they get Jermaine Pratt back, which I thought was a great signing. Travion Williams, they wind up getting him. I thought that was a really good signing. Um, you know, uh, here's I want to talk about one guy that I love, and I just think that people just don't give him enough credit because. Of, some of the bullshit that went on in Michigan State in his draft year, and nobody ever talks about him. Joe Batchy out of fucking Michigan State. I love that guy. Great player that people just don't talk <laughs> enough about. And he's only 25 years old. They get him on a re-signed deal for 1.1. 1. 1. I mean, it's that's one of those nice under-the-radar under signings radar, yeah. that, that I thought was really good. Uh, they lose Trey Flowers. Uh, he's an unrestricted free agent. They could still go out and get him back, but they they got to get Trey Flowers back. Um, you know, Eli Apple. They they. This is another team. You have no corners. Uh, you go and pick up Jalen Davis, who I think was good. You get him for one point two. That's a good signing. But you,
1: you you need corners. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Boots, you need corners. I good you, thing that this draft is stocked with corners. <laughs> <laughs> with corners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the Bengals are letting us know what their intentions are in the draft. Yeah. quite frankly, yeah. Uh, if they don't sign, if they don't resign Eli, it's crazy that you're going to have a, a Wolverine replacing a Buckeye. Yeah, in the safety room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I see, I see them, the Bengals. That is going after corners in the draft, and I wouldn't. I would bet the farm that they're still gonna reinvest in that offensive line.
0: They're gonna have to. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And they, they did go out, and like I said, they picked up Orlando
0: Brown. They also picked up Cody Ford, which I liked that signing a lot from the Cardinals to the Bengals. Cody Ford's a good right guard. Um, and they, they wound up going and getting him. They got Max Sharping also at right guard, but you know one of those guys can probably kick to left. Um you know th- those are two good guards. Uh, Max Sharping and Cody Ford. So I and and Max Sharping, he got on a on a deal there, yeah. 1.2. I understand he's probably a depth move, but I we saw Max Sharping fill in very effectively on the interior. So I, I mean, and and another guy that they lost at at the tight end position is also Drew Sample, who's who's played extremely well for hit for uh, uh, the Bengals. Yeah, Sample hadn't
1: hadn't Sample hadn't been bad. It was
0: no. Yeah. He's one of the the higher end tight end twos out there, I would call it, and uh, yeah, you lose you lose out on Drew Sample. So, I mean, you could go into the draft. Like I said, there's really good tight ends in the draft. We we've, we've talked about that, but yeah. mm, and then the, you lose your backup running back too. That was a big one too. Samaje Ryan going out the door, which I did not like at all. Uh, Piran's gone.
1: He's gone. He's oh, gone, to, he's the gone to the Broncos. The oh, Broncos. Oh. Yeah. So he goes over to Denver, and yeah, that's a, ooh, yeah. That's that's probably the biggest underrated on the offense.
0: Yeah, that's a, a huge re-signing, or a
1: huge signing for the, the Broncos in this situation. They get their guy. Um, he's a high-end backup. Low-line guy, very good backup. Yep. Excellent in pass uh, protection. Yes. But here's the thing. The biggest uh, win for them, so to speak, mm. was re-signing T. Higgins. Making sure that Higgins was, was taken care of. Yeah before any smoke got started, right. they took care of T. Higgins because... You gotta. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. Um, Higgins, I, I like T. Higgins a lot. I, I was always big on yeah. him. I would give the Bengals a, a, a W.
0: I'm, You know, I'm kind of on the fence about the Bengals right now. They lost a lot. They didn't gain a lot. Um, you know, it it's kind of a... They, they gained they, enough to help Burrow. Yeah, they, 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 they're going to need... Like I said, they're they're going to need offensive linemen. They need corners. Um, you know, Orlando Brown was a big one. They need tight ends. Uh, it, it's going to be an interesting thing to see. For now, I will give them a lean W here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, but it's like a, almost like a sixty forty uh-huh. leaning W. You know, right. so right, we right. we have an opportunity to swing back to the L column. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Browns. Kind of an interesting thing here. Uh, they, they've got some stuff going on. Uh, Backup running back Dearness Johnson out the door. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. I like Dearness
1: Johnson. I think he is a starting caliber runner that, that they let walk out the door. I like Dearness Johnson, but you know who who they have that they think is better and I think is better? Mm. Jerome Ford. Uh, hey, and
0: he might very well be I, – I mean – yeah. I just thought Dearness Johnson was so electrifying. They did go out and get Elijah Moore, which I, I thought was a great signing because they desperately needed a, a wide receiver two out there, and and they didn't have one. I like Donovan Peoples Jones, yeah. but you know he didn't he didn't stand up as a wide receiver two this year.
1: Um, and Amari Cooper needed the help, and he didn't get the help. And he didn't. And but Don, Donovan Peoples Jones excels when he's got someone that can get the ball down the field yeah and and he can use his jumping and leaping ability and that wingspan he didn't have that all year did. didn't have that with Brissette, yeah. but he's got that with the ghost so yeah. the the ghost of the player of so to speak of of, uh, of Watson there of Deshaun Watson yeah. so he's he's got that cuz Watson still's got the yarn. Yeah. He's still got the yarn.
0: Now, their best signing was Dalvin Tomlinson, in my opinion. Uh, going from the Vikings to the Browns, I thought that was a really great signing. He's been one of the best defensive tackles in the league uh, for the last several years. It was a great signing by the Browns getting Dalvin Tomlinson. He goes over with uh, um, Kev over there, his, his old uh, buddy, mm-hmm. and uh, he, you know they, they wind up getting a great interior defensive lineman over there. So he's a great defensive tackle. Guys they let walk out the door, though, Deion Jones. You should never let Deion Jones walk out the door like that. Deion Jones still a free agent right now. Jadavian Clowney goes out the door. I don't like that. Kareem Hunt goes out the door. I don't like that. And uh, you know, but Kareem Hunt should be a starter somewhere. The fact that he's still roaming around on free agency
1: is silly as hell to me. They got him on a discount and they kept him on the discount shelf, and now he's trying to go get paid. That's fine with them because they still got Jerome Ford. Yep. Well, not only that, they got Nick Chubb over there. Which, and uh, there's a, a plethora, a veritable plethora of running backs. Yep, coming out in this year draft.
0: Yeah. And and so they, they can definitely go out and get another uh, rock-solid player. Um, and that's what the Bengals should do, too, by the way. Yeah. They, uh, they re-sign Jakeem Grant, which is fine. Um, they go out and get a Caron- a Okarankuo I, I, I always had trouble with that name as their new edge rusher, which I don't think he's the caliber of Javion Clowney. But he stays healthier exactly. than Davion
1: Clowney. That's yeah. always the big thing. Yeah, <clears throat> you know this is one of the best defensive lines in the game. Yeah, um, an underrated
0: loss. Greedy Williams going to the Eagles. I thought this was a great signing by the Eagles. Greedy oh. Williams has been decent for the Browns for a while. Yeah, um, that. So I, I really, you know, I think that's kind of a bigger loss for for the Browns here. Uh, you lose Farrell Brown at tight end. You lose Jermaine Carter. Uh, you know, you lose Chris Odom as your, one of your edge rushers, which I think he was actually pretty special as well. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm not entirely sold on what the Browns did, and you're only as good as your backup quarterback. Jacoby Brissett goes over to the Commanders as a backup. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really like what the Browns have done here. That uh, it's. It's really not standing out as as anything spectacular. They no. lose Chase Winovich. Uh, he goes
1: over to the Texans. And I, I, I don't know. I'm I don't gonna. Know. This is a big L for me. It is because they they're losing guys and 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 not the replacing Browns, them. right. And yeah. the Browns just they haven't put it all together. Yeah. They haven't. You know. They've been good with the run. How do you lose games when you're up? by multiple touchdowns mm-hmm. late in the game and they did that multiple times this this past season. Yep. And now they're losing backup quarterbacks and they're losing edge rushers and they're losing key components of their uh of their offense. And I think it's gonna be another transition year for Watson to learn more and, and, mm-hmm. and I don't see I don't see the Browns competing really uh at a high level because the Browns are gonna brown. Yep. <laughs> they, they've, they've shown it. The Browns are going to Brown. I love they're it. they Brown. <laughs> they do it all the time. Ooh, that's amazing. You know, even when they had Baker Mayfield, he was the guy. He was going to be the guy. He's out the door. Right. right? And they never got anything remotely close to what they thought they were going to get with, with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And so the, again, now they're in the same type of position, the the rebuilding phase, Yeah, Cleveland, get ready.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, that's an a big, L by the yeah, way.
1: Yeah. That's a big L. Um,
0: next up the Steelers, uh, you know, looking at the Steelers, you know, Larry Ogunjobi was a, a great re-signing for them. It, they, they did take care of a couple of guys in house. Um, Terrell Edmonds, great signing. I, I like that. They extended him to Monte Casey, I thought that was a good yeah. a good re-signing on a discount. I mean, Casey's 30 years old. They only got a, they got him for just $3 million. Carl Joseph's still out there, though, on free agency. So, I mean, they, they lost some guys here. William Jackson, everybody made a big deal out of him. I just think that was more for a cap-saving perspective. I thought it was a good
1: release because William Jackson's been kind of eh for them. And he's 31. <clears throat> you don't yep. want to you know, go too deep in the age deal, but mm-hmm, hey, right. 31 and being eh. Yeah. Don't add it. Right. Miles Jack was one
0: that I I didn't like going out the door. I think he's kind of – Miles Jack's kind of a pass-rushing type of of, uh, a linebacker there, and they kind of wasted him a little bit, um, and they they didn't really give him enough opportunity. The big one for me is Devin Bush, though. Um, Losing losing Devin Bush to the Seahawks – he signs with them for 3.5. Bush I mean imagine
1: been always healthy though right but that was, but uh, imagine
0: losing him for just 3.5 million dollars when he's 25 years old. That's true. you know that's that's I'll a that. that's a good price for for Devin Bush. Yeah. shit I'll take that in a heartbeat. Um, they go out and lose Cameron Sutton too. That was a big loss as well. that was, he, huge. That was huge. He, they, he was Very their number one corner last year. He man. goes over to Detroit. Uh, Patrick Peterson they, re, they they go out and sign Patrick Peterson from the Vikings. Um, to a seven million dollar deal, so they do save some money on it. But at the end of the day, eh, I got questions. Um, <laughs> you know, I looking at at their signings, looking what they've done. I'm not entirely sold on this. Kind of head good.
1: scratching. Yeah, there, some some head scratchers. Allowing Sutton to walk out. And, yeah,
0: Chris Wormley going out the door. Jesse Davis, the right tackle, going out the door. You know, uh, uh, Marcus Allen, the linebacker, going out the door. Mm. You know, I, I'm i not entirely sold on this. Uh, uh, Isaac uh, Ciamalo from the Eagles, I mean, the left guard, everybody kind of made a big deal out of that one, and I thought it was just kind of overblown, to be honest with you. This one for the Steelers, another big, fat
1: L for me. Mm. They keep things the same, yeah. but they... They try to they're they're going to try to keep consistency within the offense for uh, uh, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. But there's been too much uh, up, upheaval in the in the defensive in the defensive role. <coughs> right, it kind of they're tipping their hand, letting you know what they're going to do in, in in the draft. Also, uh, going probably corner. But man, I I got to say the Steelers are one of those organizations where. You trust them to do the right thing. You trust them because of the pedigree and what they've done for decades now.
0: I do and I don't. I I look at the Steelers kind of like in the same light that I look at the Seahawks, where sometimes I feel like they do things just so they stay relevant, where it's like, oh, well, we'll make it to the wildcard round. We'll get... Curb stomped in the wild card round. Yeah, no, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go to the wild card round and get molly whopped, But you know, after we get molly whopped in the wild card round, well, hey, at least we made the playoffs. Right. Well, you know, and, and I always talk about it on the show. You know, unless you win the last game of the year, nobody gives a shit.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and and that's kind of where we're at. I, you know, they they always do something to make themselves relevant. A middle of the pack, seven or six seed. Get yeah. stomped out in the wild card round. Well, yeah. we made the playoffs. Good enough, you know. Yeah. To hell with good enough. I oh, want a, right. I want a Super Bowl. You right. know, and and that's kind of where where I think the the Steelers are are lying.
1: Same with the Seahawks. And I feel like they're always in that range. They should re resign Sutton. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that. Yep. There, I'll give them a. I want to give them a pass because of the pedigree and the and what they've done. But just for this year, I think I've, I've given out my only pass this year, and it was to yeah. the of Ravens. I'm gonna go with a light, a light L. L. Yeah. Um, this next one, though, uh,
0: heading into the AFC South, is a big W for me. Um, the Houston Texans. The Texans have gone out and and they made a suspicious kind of silly move uh, with their receivers, but outside of that. I thought this offseason was fantastic for them. Uh, They go out and they get Laramie Tunsil on an extension. They go out and get Robert Woods from the Titans. They go get Dalton Schultz, the tight end from the Cowboys, and they they needed a tight end.
1: Jimmy Ward. They
0: get Jimmy Ward from the Niners. wonder how that happened. Yep, and, and he goes and gets matched up with his former defensive coordinator. They go and get Shaq Sheldon Mason, Rankins. Yeah, oh, okay. Sheldon Rankins. They get they get Shaq Mason. They yeah. they I mean they they yeah. it, it's like a who's who. They yeah. they go out and get Case Keenum back over there. You're only as good as your backup quarterback. Well, there you go. Case Keenum goes over there. They go and snatch up Mike Boone, who's a really good backup running back, a former Viking. I know all about that guy. They get Hassan Ridgeway from the from the Niners
1: coming over. Wonder how that happens.
0: Yeah, I mean you you get. You re sign Scott Quesenberry to a big deal, um, and, and really not a big deal, but he's going to be a starter for you. You only sign him for 2.1, so you get him. Uh, Philip Dorsett goes out the door. Do you lose much? Not really. Not really. Jordan Akins goes out the door. Do you lose much? Not really. Yeah. OJ Howard goes out the door. Do you lose much? Not really. You get a good backup running back in Devil, Devin Singletary, and now, we've that's talked, A good,
1: <clears throat> that's a, a, a sneaky good backup.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. and and you get him for two point seven cheap. You get the edge rusher Chase Winovich. And you only get them, and you get him only on
1: just two million dollars. I mean, really good signing. And Winovich is one of those try hard guys. Yep, who's always going to be you know who's always going to be around just because of his, you know a motor guy, right? And so you always want motor guys on your team. Yeah. There's a few guys out there that, and and they've already made it clear that they're going to let Justin
0: Britt go. But I mean, AJ can could could probably use a re-signing. Mario Addison, even though he's 36 years old, maybe Jalen reeves maben who's only 28, and you could get him for 3.7. I mean, though a few of these guys could be could be uh, utilized. But I mean, outside of that, I thought they had themselves a, a really solid free agency in Houston. I'm pretty impressed with it. I like the signings they've made. Um, the, the one move that I did not like, <clears throat> they went out and made the move to get Robert Woods, and, and it looked like you were going to have that Brandon Cooks-Robert Woods uh, combo that yeah. you saw with the Rams for years. That was good, yeah. and, and then they just let Brandon Cooks, they traded him away to the Cowboys for,
1: a, for a fifth and a sixth rounder. I, I mean, Man, it, does Brandon Cooks own a house?
0: Yeah, in Houston. <laughs> anywhere he should yeah.
1: not because he has moved more
0: times oh my gosh and and brandon cooks uh, to me i think he's he's a low-end one but he always produces always produces always he always produces no, no matter where that, you no gotta, matter where he goes you gotta give him that and now he's going to be you know combined with cd lamb so i think he's in a good position they got a couple of draft picks a late rounders I don't know how I feel about that move, but the Texans, to me, they got to go into the draft. They need to find a receiver, a young receiver, um, and and really, if you look at their running back situation, they're in pretty damn good shape. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it, you wind up with a couple of good backups here. You know, in free agency, yeah. high end backups.
1: Here's the thing: you hope that they also re-sign Rex Burkhead. Right. Rex Burkhead was is. Very underrated. Excellent pass protection. Right. Excellent in third down. Right. You yep. need to get good, so good change to, of pace. Yeah, they definitely need to keep
0: him around. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's it, that. that would be an an excellent uh, signing, but. The Texans had themselves a a great free agency. They get a big W for me.
1: I thought it was one of the best free agencies of the offseason so far. Especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, you got head coach D'Amico Ryans. That's probably their biggest addition. But there is a subtraction. There was a, and I don't know the guy's name, but uh, he was in the front office of the Houston Texans making a lot of decisions. Mm -hmm. It was very influential in the decisions that the Texans made. And it hadn't worked out.
2: Yeah.
1: But we'll just say that. Yeah, And he's gone. Yep. So, Addition by uh, subtraction. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll say this again. If you don't think Bryce Young will be the quarterback of the Houston Texans, I want some of what you're smoking.
0: Uh, it's either him
1: or Stroud. It's one of the Britta, two. if it's not, <laughs> it is Bama, Bama, Bama. D'Amico Ryan's played at Bama. He played at Houston. If you don't think he's going to draft, it, well, he's got to fall. That's the thing. Young's got to fall. If, if Young falls, because
0: they pick it two, if Young falls past Carolina, then it's Young all day. It, it's gonna Carolina be
1: got all the way up to one. Yep. They're going C.J. Stroud. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, ho, ho, ho. it yeah. could be fun. They're going C.J. Stroud. Yeah. So, yeah. Let, yeah, Bryce Young is going to be a Houston Texan. Uh, we're going to find
0: out. And, and if, they do, if, that, if that's how it falls, that's going to be exciting. Uh, next up, the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, Matt Ryan, out the door. Thank God he's about done. Yannick Ngakwe going out the door, I'm surprised by. 28 years old. You could have probably gotten him on a, on a deal. The, the estimates show $13 million. Um, and I think Yannick Ngakwe is about worth that as an edge rusher. I don't know, though. You don't think so?
1: If if I can't depend on you to stop the run also when, mm-hmm. when we need you to, then I, I can't. I am saying like I got all that money. Yeah, I can't pay that money to you, right? Right. So you got to show me a little bit more, you know, in the run game defense mm-hmm. for me to give you that kind of, you know, extra money on top because there's again, there's guys who can do both yeah. that we can get for a little bit cheaper so to speak.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and the uh the Colts are, are really I I think they're kind of shedding right now a lot of their their older players. Um, and, and guys that have been around for a while you know if you look at it Rodney yeah. mcLeod 33 years old, going out the door. Um, yeah. Paris Campbell hasn't really worked out for them. he goes to the Giants. he
1: yeah. was their number two receiver for a while. Yeah because they know they got to rebuild this thing it's over.
0: yep uh, Dennis Kelly the right tackle. he goes out the door 33 years old. Uh, Armani Watts, he's 27. I'm surprised they're letting him go. Matt Hack, 29, they're letting him go. What a hack. Yeah, uh, Chase McLaughlin, who's actually been a pretty good kicker for them, he goes out the door. I'm surprised by that at 27 years old. Um, Bobby Okereke goes out the door.
1: I don't. I was sad that they let him go because he was a very good linebacker for them. They've um, had really good linebacker play in uh, in in Indy for the last like five years. Right. Quietly, really, really good. Linebacker play. They
0: they handle a lot of depth move depth moves in in uh, in house. You know if you Christian Wilkerson and yeah. and Chris Williams, Deion Jackson, uh, Carter O'Donnell, EJ Speed, and then they go out and pick up Gardner Minshew. You're only good as as good as your backup. That's, good backup. That's a good
1: backup. That's a good backup. That's good backup. Um, so the, when you start him in your fantasy tank. yeah.
0: <laughs> Who are you telling? Um, and then you know they did go out and get Isaiah McKenzie, and I know all about Isaiah McKenzie because he torched the Minnesota Vikings uh, this when we when we played against the Bills this yeah. year. Um, McKenzie that, is
1: way better than Paris Campbell.
0: Yeah, uh, but losing Yannick Ngakwe, they did trade Stefan Gilmore, which I was a little surprised by. To the Cowboys, they did get some decent uh, draft haul for him, but I mean the Cowboys. For the most part, won that trade, uh, and and again, Stefan Gilmore, thirty three years old, you yeah. know. So I mean, you're yeah, you're starting over. Yeah, they're, I mean. they're rebuilding over here. They did get Matt Gay, who's actually one of the best kickers in in all of football. Yeah. Uh, now you got him indoors. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's real nice. Twenty nine years old. They got him. They did overpay him a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, Five point six million. But you know, hey, he's one of the best kickers in football. When so you're make just gonna kicks, roll with it. You, you
1: cash
2: checks. Yeah, that's
1: it.
0: So uh, the Colts, I think, eh, to me, it's more an L than anything. I, I think they're one of the losers. I don't think they were as active as they should have been, especially for a team that's trying to rebuild this thing. Um, obviously, I think they're going to try and rebuild through the draft. They're going to go for yeah. their quarterback in the future early on. Colts are in, in a bad way.
1: Uh, I'm going big L here. Yeah, they should have at least brought in some. If you're going to try to do some rebuilding in the draft, you need to at least some experienced players on on the team, right? You know, to help guide those young guys that you're going to be bringing in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, I can see that.
0: that. Now <clears throat> the the Jacksonville Jaguars are next, and and they had some interesting things going on. Evan Ingram gets franchise tag there. That was sort of to be expected. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. So he gets the tag, but uh, very few guys going out the door. If you look at it, Marvin Jones goes out the door. He's an unrestricted free agent. They did release uh, Shaquille Griffin, and that was a big savings, $13.3 million. But Shaquille
1: Griffin,
0: I like Shaquille Griffin. I like him a lot. I was amazed that they let him go, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, Marvin Jones goes out the door. I was surprised by that. Um, Dwayne Smoot goes out the door. Arden Key goes out the door. He goes that's to the Titans. A, that's 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 a key. Yeah, loss yeah, yeah. Right big there. loss. Big loss for them. Um, and they also lost Jawan Taylor, which was a, turned out to be one of the bigger signings of, of free agency. He goes to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs do fix that that right tackle position, getting Jawan Taylor um, twenty million dollars uh, on that deal. Um, and I, I thought Jawan Taylor was a great signing for them. They they yeah. lose Corey Peters, but they did gain. Ernest Johnson. They did great. Gain Trey Herndon on a on cheap deal, too. Two and a half mil. Herndon ain't bad. No, Herndon's not bad at all. They get Jermichael Hasty, who I thought was an excellent backup running back for them yeah, last they year. Keep
1: him around. I like that. Yep.
0: That's a good move. And then they go and they keep C.J. Bathard around as their backup quarterback, which I thought was very smart on their end. This team is set up really nicely. If they go into the draft and they they go and make a really solid move in the draft, we could be talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars making a deep run here.
1: Yeah, they they uh, built from the inside out a couple of years ago. It's starting to pay off. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, experiment with Urban Meyer. Whoo! What a disaster! Whoo! They're glad that that's over. <laughs> and you know, I'll say it again. Whoo! Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Yeah, and and they've got a, a legitimate. Super Bowl caliber head coach, yep. winning the head coach, right? Yep. Um, They got as far as they could get last season, mm-hmm. and they damn near beat the Chiefs. If, yep. You know, the ball bounces one way or another. They damn near beat the Chiefs, and I think they are the front-runner bootleg bet here. They are... A front runner to win the division. Yeah, I think they're going to win that division. I, I don't. I don't think it's
0: down. Yeah, I don't think it's a, a question. And and one thing for them right now is looking at their roster just at the moment here, they need corners. They do need a corner. Um, oh yeah. You know they have Darius Williams. He got picked up by you know from the Rams. Um, they have Tyson Campbell, a guy from the Raiders. He was a second rounder a while back. I mean, they they need corners. That the, that's one thing they're going to have to to fix. Uh, Griffin goes out the door, and and it's kind of eh. and and I think they were comfortable letting Marvin Jones go because they do have Calvin Ridley coming back. So and you Marvin know, Jones,
1: the third, yeah, yeah. I mean, or he's, junior. I'm sorry, Marvin yeah, yeah. Jones Marvin Jones junior, Jr. He's 33. Yeah, but he's still Purdue. He was still producing. You don't, you he know, was. Hey, you still need a good veteran presence on the team. So if they can bring him back, hey, bring him back for, for a cheaper. Cheaper cost, I think, is is what you're looking for there. But
0: I mean, the Jags are in great shape right now for to win that division. Yeah, um, we'll give them a W. Yeah, I'm giving them a big W there. Next up, the Tennessee Titans. Uh man, what a rough off season for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bud Dupree uh, going out the door. I don't really think that that was really bad for them because Bud Dupree has not played well since he got to Tennessee. Um, Robert Woods going out the door. I was surprised that they let Robert Woods go. Um, he didn't produce, but he was still the best receiver on the team. Thirty-one coming off, yeah,
1: of a, coming off of a knee injury to you know, yeah, two season. years ago, yeah, and, and, you know, but you can kind of see it. Now they you know, getting new general manager. Yeah.
0: And, and and they're trying to go younger again. You know, I mean look, Taylor Luan, 32 years old. He's had a great career so far. Taylor Lewan goes out the door, he's still on free agency. Zach Cunningham, 29 years old, goes out the door. Ben Jones, 34 years old, center, he goes out the door. So you you lose those three guys. Austin yeah. Hooper, um, you lose your tight end Austin Hooper, who's actually played decent for them. He goes to the Raiders. Art, but Cooper had not been bad. Yeah, he, he, he was always. Bad. Yeah, yeah. And they lose Jeff Swaim as their tight end as well. So they lose two tight ends in that situation, so they're going to be in the market. Um, they did make a couple of decent signings. I like the Andre Dillard signing. I like that. That good. Yep. I like the Arden Key signing. I like Aziz Alshair. I thought all those signings were, were awesome. Um and as far as their in-house stuff goes, though, they didn't do a lot. The one guy that I thought flew under the radar that I um, uh, really thought I, I really thought that they were going to bring back was Dontrell Hilliard in this situation. I really yeah. expected Dontrell Hilliard to be, to be back. And the fact that that he's not being brought back is a disaster to me. I understand he's 28 years old. He's a great backup, and I think he could be a starter in this league. Yeah, he's a really good backup. Yeah. I mean, it, you remember when when uh, Derrick Henry Derrick Henry went down mm-hmm. when he went down, Dontrell Hilliard came in and tore shit up. I yeah. mean, all year. So, <clears throat> keep an eye on Dontrell Hilliard. He he was special. That was 2 years ago that he did that and and every time Derrick Henry's been out, he's been great. But if you look at like the guys they lose here. I mean, they lose Hilliard, they're over here losing Mario Edwards. You're losing Trenton Cannon at a running Man. running back position, who's actually a decent running back. I mean, they they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything worth worth noting. I mean, like the the Titans are
1: just no. bleeding players at this point. Yeah, and they don't have a track record. Yeah. Of, of excellent uh, drafting and and the issue between coach and and GM mm-hmm. may rear its ugly head on draft night. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but.
0: you lose Demarcus Walker to the Bears. You lose lose Dylan Cole to the Bears. I mean, like, you lose. They, they did wind up signing Sean Murphy Bunting, which I thought was an excellent signing.
1: That's a good signing.
0: That's a good signing as a corner. But, I mean, like, looking at the guys they've lost versus what they brought in, the
1: Titans are in trouble here. I'm giving this a big, fat, disgusting L. Yeah, they're in. They're in upheaval. They're in uh, rebuilding, retooling, reshuffling. You can call it what you want, but they're not. They're they're going to be re losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come next season. That's, that's exactly what they're going to be doing.
0: Um, next up, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Ronald Darby, man. Uh, they just let him walk. I, I don't. I don't understand that. I think Ronald Darby's a good player. Um, I Wonder if he winds up in Carolina. He could. He could, uh, Graham Blasco, uh He goes back to the Lions. Uh, so they, they look lose at him. that. Look at that. Back to the Lions. And that's a really good damn Detroit. Yeah, All they, right. Yeah, he goes back to the Lions. Chase Edmonds goes out the door. He goes to the uh, the Bucks. No real big loss there. Uh, Mike McGlinchey though comes in for the Broncos, which I thought was a great signing. That's really nice. That uh, yeah, excellent signing. Yeah, he's a guy that that not enough people
1: talk about. He gets seventeen and a half. Yeah. Um, Chris Manhurts, man another good That's signing. That's a good signing yep. too. He's more of a blocking, blocking uh, tight end. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to need that because they got Albert Alberto out there and and uh, uh, the rookie. Well, he, he, he was, was a rookie. rookie. He was a rookie. <laughs> uh, Greg Dort, not Greg Dort. Uh, oh man, man, sorry, senior moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. Uh, so, but
0: like looking at the Broncos here, guys, they didn't sign the guys they didn't bring back. Billy Turner, I'm surprised they didn't bring him back. That was a big one. Yeah. Not a huge loss here, but Tom Compton, they, they lose him. He's been playing right tackle for them for a minute. Uh, Kareem Jackson, Mike Boone, Dalton Risner was another one. I was surprised they let walk out the door um, the left guard. So, I mean, they, they let him walk out. Uh, Cameron Fleming, the right tackle, he goes out the door. So they're in need of offensive linemen at this point in a big way. They let Latavius Murray go, who actually played really well as a backup. Um, Marlon Mack goes yeah, out the Timmy's door. Murray ever catch a break? <laughs> yeah, never, never. Um, Marlon Mack goes out the door. So I mean, they, they're losing some players here. Um, they they didn't really handle their business as effectively as they should be. Uh, you know, they 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 brought in a couple of guys. I thought Mike McGlinchey was kind of the headliner of of what they've done yeah. outside of uh, you know getting their head coach over there with Sean Payton. I mean, that's that's yeah. ultimately where they're at. Um, they did get Draymond, or they did lose Draymond Jones as well. They they watched him walk out the door to Seattle. There, uh, mm-hmm. Eric Saubert, the tight end, who's actually a decent blocking tight end as well. He goes to the Dolphins. Deshaun Williams, he goes to the Panthers. Um, so you're losing some players here. They did get some AJP Ryan. So I mean, we talked about that earlier, and uh, they did wind up getting Michael Burton as their fullback, which actually was a very a good sign. Yeah, I was gonna say underrated, underrated. Uh, yeah. Guy, but ultimately, I mean, the Broncos haven't done
1: much. I mean, another big fat L on the AFC side of the ball there. Well, this is kind of to be expected, right? Because you've got a new head coach coming in. Yep, cleaning house a little bit. Cleaning house, bringing in his guys, guys that he's comfortable with, guys that he knows he can, you know, produce with or, you know, are familiar with or whatever. Yeah. And now that's what's going to happen with your free agency is going to be a mixed bag. Yeah. So you know, mixed bag of nuts and Sean Payton's the head cashew. We'll give them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll give them. Man, it can we do a tie? Can you we? gonna give a tie over can there we for give dinner? Give a tie just because the, there's new. This and that, and, because
0: know, of Sean Payton being here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could see that. I, I mean, you you could be convince me of the tie situation. Yeah, you, you trust Payton a little bit a because little of, bit. The, of of what he's done, even though I hate him and his butthole looking mouth. I, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. outside <laughs> of Drew Brees
1: though, I don't know. Some people will just give him the tie. Yeah, you
0: know. but maybe maybe in yeah. in due time, he maybe he's got a plan. We'll see. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs right here though, looking mouth. <laughs> I hate Sean Payton so much. Um. <laughs> The Chiefs, man, they, uh, you know, I like the Chiefs a lot, and I understand there's there's a method to the madness. That is Andy Reid. Um, obviously, they they do special things over here. They just won a Super Bowl. They lose Chad Henney, which was a sad loss. But man, they so they lose Orlando Brown. They get Jawan Taylor. Cool. Um, you lose Andrew Wiley. You know, so Jawan Taylor's going to fill in for Andrew Wiley. Wiley goes to the Commanders. They get back Derek Nanandi, which I thought was really great, so they get him back. Yeah. Um you know, you lose Michael Hardman, which is not a big loss, but here's the big one. You lose Jarek McKinnon. That was that yes. was the- you know, and they, they could still resign because him. The, and they probably should. They should. Uh he is an unrestricted free agent. He's thirty one years old, but he just had the a career year. Career yeah. Yeah, and, and they, yeah. they also lost Ronald Jones, which not a major loss, but Ronald Rojo is still a good running back and he's a good backup. Um, but they need edge rushers in a big way. They lose Frank Clark. They lose Carlos Dunlap. Those were the big ones. Those and are the
1: guys, yep, yeah. they, they are not going and, to bring those guys back. It, with the, you talking about Steve Spagnuolo with the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts with the, the Ed edge rushers. rushers. Yeah, you got to have
0: them. And so they, they need it in a big way. Um, you know, I, I think that – I really do think that the Chiefs could – go out and, and fix some stuff. They lost Orlando Brown. They're going to have to get a left tackle. They're going to have to get an edge rusher. They're going to have to do some things in order to keep themselves relevant. Um, they lose Deion Bush the safety, which I thought was a big loss as well. To me, if you look at this, as of right now, it's an L. Um, the Chiefs did not do a lot to, to really help their situation. Um, I'm not entirely sold on it. They did get Drew, Drew Twank, Tranquil from uh, the Chargers, which I thought was a decent move. Not
1: anything to write home about, but a decent move. The problem with the Chiefs is Chad Henney retiring. Yeah. And them not bringing in an experienced veteran with with who can help them win when Mahomes goes down.
0: Right. And and that's, all they did is re-sign Shane Buchel,
1: the, the third stringer. That ain't gonna do it. The twenty five year old third stringer. Yeah, that ain't gonna do it. You know, Shane Buchel was never you know Yeah. Uh, that ain't gonna do it. No. We'll, I'll that's, be ki- we'll be kind. Yeah. That's yeah. not gonna do it, not by a long shot. Yeah. I, I mean it's it's a, a disaster of a situation there. But you gotta so, give them a, I give them a little bit of a pass because hey they did just win the Super Bowl. They did, and, and, and they have been to multiple <clears throat> AFC title you know. games. Yeah, so, so we're we're gonna find out uh,
0: just what these these Chiefs are all about here. But um, they they do have some work to do in the draft. They're probably going a little younger. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I'm gonna kind of put the Chiefs in the middle here. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give it. A tie. I I, I think free agency wise, they get an L. Really, to be honest with you, if I'm looking at things, I think they get an L. Now they could fix this stuff in the draft. Yeah. Their their off season grade could wind up being you know an A plus. You don't know, but in the draft, will change a lot of and things. Right now, yeah, free agency wise, this is an L.
1: I'll I'll agree with that, especially with the losing uh, Frank Clark and, yeah. and Carlos Dunlap and Chad Henney being the big you know that's the biggest one for me. Yeah, um, Eric being to me. Losing him as an offensive coordinator, but you know they'll always say, "Well, it was all Andy Reid anyway." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kid, so tired of that argument. Yeah, but, and we're gonna
0: find out. We'll go. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. find out this year.
1: Yeah. We're gonna.
0: You see a lot of people going, "Oh, okay." But uh, next up, the Raiders. Um, you know. Man, man, what a crazy time for them.
1: <laughs> Isn't it right from Vegas, though? Stuff just being crazy. Uh,
0: well, I, I feel like like not only is it just crazy, I, I do feel like in certain instances they're just rolling the fucking dice yep. at this point. You, know? yep. <laughs> I mean, uh, you lose Derek Carr, you're like, I had to hell with it. And maybe this is a comfort thing for McDaniel. I get it. You're going to go out and you're going to get your boy Jimmy G. Should have kept Jared Stidham. Yeah, yeah, probably. They let Jared Stidham go out the door. Uh, you know, I... Look, Darren Waller gets traded, you know, and and they got a decent haul for Darren Waller in that trade. I'm, I'm not completely mad at that. Cleland Farrell never really panned out for them. He goes to the 49ers, so I'm not really mad about that loss either. They get Jacoby Myers, who we've praised earlier on, and, and I thought that was a decent
1: signing. And wouldn't you know it, freaking Josh McDaniels goes and gets the guys guys that he's comfortable with, the guys that he knows, and those who know his system. Yep, and they
0: they go out and they, they franchise tag Josh Jacobs. They're still working on a deal right now. Jerry Tillery is one of the... Most underrated signings and one of the most underrated defensive tackles, and I have been so big on Jerry Tillery
1: for years. And there's underrated defensive line, yeah. In in Vegas, you got to give him credit. Max Crosby doing his thing yeah. out there on, on, yep. on the uh, on the outside, not the outside, but the uh, at the edge. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, you're right.
0: I, I like Jerry Tillery. I've always been big on Tillery, and people just kind of blow him off and disregard him. I like Jerry Tillery a lot. 27 years old. They signed him for 3.4 for this year. What it's a cheap, excellent signing for a good defensive tackle. I like Jerry Tillery. I, I just I like him a lot. And I, I the fact that they managed to get a hold of him was crazy to me. They get OJ Howard from, from Houston. O.J. Howard's been around, but O.J. Howard is is interesting. Another guy he's really comfortable with also is Philip Dorset. Philip uh, Dorsett yep. comes back through the door, so so they wind up getting a, a couple of receivers that he's comfortable with, and let's not forget it, he's got Devonte Adams over there, so they got a nice one-two-three punch over there with Vegas yep.
1: as far as their receivers go. And OJ Howard kind of reminds you of Jonu Smith. Yep, right, and Jonu Smith was there, McDaniel's was there when they when. Went to go get uh, John U. Smith. John Smith, yep. So, I mean,
0: it's an interesting time. I feel like the Raiders are, are putting together a really nice offense here. Um, their offense is is honestly looking pretty freaking good right now. Uh, they also got Keelan Cole, the wide receiver, who actually had a, a couple of really strong showings when he was with Jacksonville. He'll likely be the wide receiver number
1: four. four yeah, so
0: So, I mean, guy. you actually have a pretty deep wide receiver group there over there in Vegas. Um, so I, I like this a lot. I, I'm looking at, at this team and, and what they're doing. I don't like that they lost Mac Hollins, who just came off a big year. Mac Hollins does go to Falco, the Falcons, which we'll talk about shortly. But ultimately, I mean, I'm not mad at this at all. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the Raiders right now, and I'm seeing what they're doing and, and what they're putting together. You see the direction. Um, Foster Moreau did retire. So they, they are in need of a tight end. A lot of teams out there in need of a tight end. The under the radar signing oh, for me. So he
1: retired. I thought he was just. I thought he was just taking time away. By, he might.
0: He to, might just might be taking deal, time. I think to he's deal just with of, the uh, Hodgkins. Uh, the Hodgkins lymphoma. Yeah. He, it might, He might be. I mean. He. I think he's done. I, yeah, honestly, I, think I do so. think he's done. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's still a young guy, but I, I do think he's he's going to be kaput there. I don't. I don't think he's going to uh, return to football. The under the radar signing to me right now, is Duke Shelley. I thought the Raiders made such a smart move picking up Duke Shelley. That man, they signed him for just over a million dollars, and that man was a number four corner in the league, folks. Number four corner. I saw so many Vikings fans talking about how this guy doesn't have it, now he's nothing special, and whatever else. I knew as soon as this offseason ended, that the Vikings should have signed Duke Shelley to a long-term deal and 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 just given him, a, and they could have gotten him on a discount, you yeah. know. And, and and instead, they let him walk out the door. He goes to the Raiders. They lose a, a key cog for them from last year. He was one of their best players. And uh, Duke Shelley goes out the door. He was a great surprise. You could have probably signed him for a long-term deal, give him three, four years for $3 million a year and gotten away with it. That could have been a, a value contract and instead you just let him go to the Raiders and people were just like yeah. oh he's no big deal ba 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 you know what last i checked in minnesota we only got byron murphy over there and that's it so i mean yeah. let's let's uh let's consider that i thought
1: that was a great signing by the raiders getting duke shelley yeah duke shelley's he's a good player but i i think the biggest thing for me is they let Derek Carr walk out Yeah. Door. That's yeah. the biggest one for
0: me. <clears throat> but I, I do think that that um I do think that Derek Carr it had kind of run its course, especially with McDaniel. I don't think him and McDaniel get along very well. Probably not. And and that's where I think it is. I I think that's the
1: biggest problem. I think it's a personal thing. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah McDaniel comes across like he can, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of comes across kind of like that, where you know it might be a little difficult to deal with.
0: But McDaniel gets along with Jimmy G, and so that's what it's going to roll with. I don't think Jimmy
1: G is as good as Derek Carr, but he's not. He's a little more accurate yep. than Carr, but again, he knows the system. He knows the you know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. So,
0: Um and then last but not least, with the AFC, starting to call it an L. I'm gonna call it an L for the Raiders. For the Raiders, yeah, I I I think. I from, from here's my thing from the offensive side of the football I think it's a W, mm-hmm. I think with what McDaniel's is doing and what he does and mm-hmm. how he handles his business because he is an offensive guy. Yeah. But um, from a defensive side of the ball, it kind of looks like an L. I do think that they they need to build that defense some more. Oh yeah. Um, they they're going to have to work on it. Uh, yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, but you know that so it's it's kind of down the middle for me. It, to me, it's leaning W because of what they've done on the offensive side of the ball and and yeah. making their head coach as comfortable as humanly possible. So we're gonna see if, if that we're gonna see what happens with draft time. There are a couple other free agents out there, some big name free agents that that we'll wind up talking about. And then we're we're gonna finish up the AFC here. We'll take a break. We'll come back for the NFC. But you know the the um, and then we'll wind up ultimately talking about a few of the free agents that are still available. But. Uh, there's still some big name defensive free agents out there. If yeah. they go out and sign one or two of those guys and draft well, we could be talking about the off-season grade for the Raiders being through the roof. Yeah, you know, so we're gonna find out. And then last but not least in the AFC, you're looking at uh, the Chargers here. So the the LA Chargers look. Eric Kendricks was their marquee signing, but man, look at the guys that they're losing here: Matt Filer, Kyle Van Noy. Chase Daniel, Bryce Callahan, Will Clapp, Nasser Adderley, DeAndre Carter. I, I mean, like you're you're basically giving up your whole team at this point.
1: Yeah, they got a lot of they got a lot of guys that got they gotta sign and, and give back. Yeah. And the window's closing. Yeah, and, and there's guys too- I'm not sure how, how far it was open to begin with, yeah. Having to contend with the uh, Chiefs, but it's definitely, you know, yeah, it's definitely on the way down. If if you expect to win a Super Bowl with Justin Herbert on his rookie deal, yeah, no, you know, then then
0: you better do something. Yeah. You better do it
1: quick. Yeah, because he's going to command a large portion of that paycheck.
0: Yeah, um, and and Jalen Guyton goes
1: out the door. They need wide receiver depth. That's that's. First and foremost, that's what they need. They need wide receiver depth. Did they sign Austin Eckler, or are they keeping him around? They, I know he was. They're getting ready to, a trade.
0: They're trying to ship Austin Eckler out, and they haven't found a, a good trading partner yet. Uh, I mean, they, they lost their backup quarterback in Chase Daniel. You lose a, uh, an All Pro edge rusher in Kyle Van Noy. I mean, you 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 lose Troy Reader. What are we doing here? It doesn't make sense. Um, I look at the Chargers right now. I, I feel like they haven't done enough.
1: Not enough to keep guys.
0: Yeah, and yeah. they, they are, are, maybe they're going younger. Who knows? I mean, if you look at the guys that they are walking out the door 31, 32, 31. 37, 32, 28, um, and 26. Now, Nasser Adderley is a guy I'm surprised they're letting walk out the door. But then you're looking at DeAndre Carter. He's 30. Davison, 31. Covington, 30. Richard Rodgers, 31. Troy Reeder, 29. Jalen Guyton, 26, which I'm surprised they're letting Jalen Guyton go.
1: Well, so, Guyton's more of a, he's hes just a deep threat guy. He, he right. doesn't run any routes. Right.
0: Um, but they did they did resign Donald Parham, which I thought was smart. Uh, Trey Pipkins, smart. J.K. Scott, good punter. Keep him around, obviously. But they haven't done anything spectacular here. I'm not
1: sold. I don't like this. I think it's just kind of ugly. Um, the only thing I do like is the addition of the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Yeah, that's about it. That, that's about it. That's about it.
0: Yeah, they're they're cleaning house right now. Yeah. And, and a lot of these aging players are going out um, not sold on this at all. I think the Chargers get an L. Um, and, and it's surprising most of the AFC has taken a fat
1: L. Man, free agency so far, and they're gonna get uh, a little more, a few more of those L's because yeah, I I don't trust I don't trust the Chargers. I don't trust them right now. No, um, I, Brandon Staley has not shown that he is a high level coach. I mean, no. I'm sure he works very hard. They all do. Yeah, apparently,
0: I think he's more of a, a defensive coordinator, and that's about
1: his ceiling. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, maybe he's he's bringing because maybe he knows. Hey, I got to bring over somebody who's a little bit better at this offensive thing, and that's why he got Kellen Moore. But right, Golly, Lee, I don't. Yeah,
0: and and if you look at the the only guy and that I mean outside Eric Kendricks, who was their kind of marquee signing, um, and and, and he's Kendricks 31. he's thirty one, so he's on the downside. the The one guy that I really liked the signing of, and and I was big on him when he was with the Rams. I'm big on him now, Morgan Fox. Morgan Fox is a really good defensive tackle, and he was used really effectively with the Rams. He played extremely well, and he goes to the Chargers, did well last year, gets re-signed this year. He gets 3.6. Morgan Fox is awesome, and and I'm really happy that that the Chargers were smart enough to go out and re-sign such an excellent player. He's 29 years old, so he's in his prime. This is a smart re-signing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is because you know you're gonna have to. First off, like all teams tell you, we gotta stop the run. Every coach at halftime, well, we gotta stop the run. Right. What's going on, coach? What's what's the game plan gonna be? Well, we gotta stop the run. <laughs> so you got you got a guy to try to help you stop to the stop run. the run. Yep. So Morgan Fox gets signed. But, I mean, outside of that, Chargers,
0: I'm, I'm giving them an L here. Um, they haven't done enough. They, they let a lot of their aging players go out the door. I understand they're going younger. Their draft could wind up being an A++. But, you know, right now, a little rough. Yeah. <clears throat> a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah.
1: So Chargers get the L. Um, what do you give them? I'm giving them an L. Based on, again, there's going to be some upheaval, some change. Yeah. And the Chargers have. And the Chargers are gonna charge, <laughs> just like the Browns are gonna brown. Browns are gonna brown. Some teams are just gonna do what they're gonna do, man. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: definitely one of them. So, yeah. So uh, that's the AFC side. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna jump into the NFC, um, starting out with the Feet first. NFC East will be where we're starting here. So we'll be right back, right here on the Outside Blitz.
2: And it's your time, massage. You get all the benefits of one of the larger massage chain parlors but in a more intimate and personal setting. With four years experience, massage therapist and owner Amanda Yatta's goal is to help people in a natural way, offering Swedish deep tissue, pregnancy, aromatherapy, and sports massages. You will feel better and have more energy in just one hour. It's Your Time Massage is offered in-home Amanda's or yours. With the rates ranging from $55 to $130, you get professional quality at an affordable rate. Contact Amanda today at 313-686-4347 or online at IYTMassage.com. It's your time massage, a natural way to improve your well-being.
1: And welcome
0: back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Outside Blitz. I'm your host, the Fabulous One, Scotty Graytown, sitting here once
1: again with the Bootleg Better Boots. Uh, we're about to cover yes, the so. NFC. Aha, ha ha! NFC. Here we go. NFC.
0: It's uh, it's going to be a very entertaining time. Uh, so the AFC, we we doled out a lot of losses, a lot of L's for for the the uh, AFC. I noticed, and uh, they didn't. They didn't really have themselves
1: a really good off
0: season uh, collectively. There, I don't think.
1: No, no, <laughs> no. They, they've been, but they've been the uh, tradi- the uh, powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, over the uh, NFL in the past few seasons.
0: Yeah, and one thing I will point out is is we thought that the the AFC was going to be like the sure thing powerhouse, um, and instead the uh, the the sure thing powerhouse is for the, what was it was the NFC. This last season, if you look Mm -hmm. at the regular season and Mm -hmm. and the things that they were doing, it was very, yeah, it was a very surprising thing. The AFC has always been, been so dominant and the NFC looks so damn good this year. They
1: do. Um,
0: So starting out with the NFC East, uh, that we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, You know, the Cowboys have some things going on here. Uh, First of all, the elephant in the room, obviously Ezekiel Elliott is out the door. Um, they go out and they franchise tag Tony Pollard. I think Pollard is, is, and we talked about this a little bit more on, on previous shows, Pollard's a good running back, obviously a very good running back. I think he's more explosive than Zeke. One thing about Tony Pollard right now, being on the franchise tag, 26 years old, he is a year younger than Zeke. I believe that Pollard is a little more injury prone, and I don't know that he's going to be capable of being um, a long-term bell cow back. I don't know that that's the case. Now they did sign Ronald Jones to to a deal here. Um, you know, and, and again, we and we were talking off the air. Rojo's kind of a, a downgrade to Zeke. Yeah. But that's why they they signed him though is to to be the the he's still a high-end backup, I I think. Uh, I mean, it, Ronald <laughs> You got to remember Ronald Jones did have a, a decent uh, run there. When Tom Brady finally showed up in Tampa, he did have a
1: decent run there. I put it like this: as I as I put in the text the other day, if it was going to happen for Rojo, as they call <laughs> him, uh, it would have happened by now. Yeah, I just don't see it. Um, you're right, uh, Tony Pollard probably not going to be able to hold up, you know, to the to the rigors, especially now with an uh, extra game on on the schedule. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I I don't see him. You know, getting through it. I don't see a lot of guys getting through, like I said, the 18-game schedule. It's just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Physical game, and it happens. So, they do need some, you know, oomph back there, you know, uh, to get uh, snaps behind Pollard if he were to go down. Mm -hmm. So, in that vein, okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) But you could have done better, especially in the draft, Mm because it's very stocked with uh, running back talent in yeah, this year's draft. Yeah, very good running back talent.
0: Um, the uh, They did make a, a really smart move this last week. They go and trade the Texans for Brandon Cooks. They only give up some day three draft picks and some very late rounders. Cook's 30 years old, but he's always produced. We talked always about produced. it before. He's always produced. He's kind of a low-end number one. He's always produced, though. So he goes with to the Cowboys. terrible quarterback play. Yeah, terrible. And,
1: and so he goes to a place with, Terrible quarterback.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I will say, I will say, Dak Prescott is an improvement over he Davis is. Mills. I he mean, is. let's be real. But but uh, Brandon Cooks being combined with C D Lamb, Cooks obviously going to be the number two over there behind C D Lamb. So the uh, the the Cowboys get their one two punch back that they needed because they used to have the Amari Cooper C D Lamb show. Amari Cooper gets shipped off shipped off to
1: uh, Cleveland last year. And uh, here we are. So it depended on CD Lamb a lot, and he and he produced. He did C, produce. CD Lamb did do. He did uh, live up to expectations of being a, a, a number, number one. Number one. Yep. I, and I
0: will say that. So being combined with Brandon Cooks this year should be an improvement for him. However,
2: <sighs>
0: and then, uh, also I will say this: Tyron Smith being back, very good re-signing by the Cowboys. Yeah. They bring him back, even though he's only thirty. Even though he's over thirty-three, you know he's thirty-three years old. Six million dollars is not a bad amount of money for a Hall of Fame caliber player like Tyron Smith. Um, He's played damn good for a while now, so I I like that move. They do lose, however, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, uh, he's played extremely well over the last several seasons. He goes to the Texans, six point two five million. So they lose their big tight end there.
1: I think they they feel like they probably can can do just as well with uh, uh Tony not Tony uh, the Ferguson uh, yeah the, the uh, Luke and I guy. agree with that I think yeah. Ferguson
0: is is an excellent tight end out of Wisconsin there and and so they they wind up with with him and he played extremely well at, at down the stretch the late in the year he played extremely well um the Cowboys go out and make some good defensive moves as well they go out and pick up Stefan Gilmore who at age thirty three has played extremely well still um, he's he's still with me. he Still good. you've got some left in the tank. Yeah, he was good for the Colts last year, and and I think he's going to be very good for the Cowboys this year. They needed corners last year, and they they failed to do that. But the the big ones uh, are at the linebacker position technically. I mean, Dante Fowler is an edge rusher, but he is technically a linebacker, a stand-up linebacker. They get him on a dime, $3 million for a 29-year-old edge rusher who has been underutilized, underpaid, underappreciated. And uh, they go out and they get Leighton vanderesh back, who knows their system. They get him on four million dollars at twenty-seven years old. So I mean, y- you've got two really good signings there on a discount. It costs you seven.
1: Yeah, Van Der Esch still, can still run sideline to sideline. I believe he's uh, dealing with some injury issues over the past few seasons. That yep. you know you might want to uh, you know keep an eye on that. But uh, still, very good signing to keep him in house.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they they for the most part. They've done extremely well. I, I mean, they, they lose Connor McGovern, which is kind of a, a, a tough one. You don't want to lose Connor McGovern, who played extremely well for you uh, for a while. But and they also lose Jonathan Hankins. But Hankins hitting 31 years old. We know the Cowboys are going to want to stay younger. They lose a few guys: Anthony Barr, Jason Peters, eh, 31 and 41 years old. So I know they're gonna they're gonna move on from them. But ultimately, I think the Cowboys didn't do half bad here. They filled a lot of the things that they needed. Um, Aviante Collins is still a, uh, uh, a free agent right now, so you know you could be talking about Collins here as a left
1: guard. He well, he's going to want a little bit
0: more money. Yeah, he is, and and he's he's only getting paid eight ninety five k right now. I mean, from this last year, so Ooh. we'll see what happens with him. And then obviously Brett Maher, who who just had a complete and absolute collapse at the. Uh, um, End of the season, they're just missing extra points and missing missing field goals. He's thirty four years old. I bet you he winds up finishing up and just you know
1: riding off into the sunset. He was so good for them for a while. He was, and they, yeah. and they you know, that probably is going to weigh into their decision. You know, yeah, yeah, at some point. But they they kept Cooper Rush. I think that's, that's Smart. an underrated, very key. You know, signing to to keep. Cooper Rush yeah. in house,
0: two point five million, not a super expensive, but a, a decent backup who knows their system. I give the Cowboys a W. To be honest with you, I think they walked out looking better than they they walked in.
1: Yeah, here's the thing, oh boy, you're looking at offensive coordinator position. Yeah, you're bringing in Brian Schottenheimer, and I have never, I'm sure right. he works very I've hard. never liked Brian Schottenheimer, <laughs> and 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 now you're you you're pairing him with uh a questionable Dak Prescott questionable that yeah. Da- yeah, yeah thank you for being <laughs> I'm about to rip I'm about to rip into it a little bit A yeah. questionable Dak Prescott with you know a coach who's an uh, offensive coordinator who's probably uh the ghost the, the game is probably passed him by yeah I yeah. just you know we'll just say that and I don't I don't see it working I mean they got the NFC uh East got three teams I called that by the way got, but not here. I, I can't take credit for it here. But in a, a, a conversation, I, I did say that the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the NFC East would get three teams into the playoffs, yep. and they did. They did. They did. So you know they could possibly do it again. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that at another time. But I just because the offensive coordinator, brother, and I, I'm gonna say a L. For the Cowboys. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm surprised because the the offense is gonna take a big step back. Even wow. though they got great players, it's gonna. I don't see it. Yeah. Not with Schottenheimer. Man. I don't see it. it.
0: It could and it could. They could take a step back with the OC situation there. Yeah. But yeah, player wise, from a personnel standpoint, they seem to be all right.
1: Yeah. You know, it just really seems good players, but yeah, the coaching put them in the right spots.
0: Yeah. yeah um uh, next up the the new york giants you know the giants made some interesting moves bobby mccain was a good one for safety uh coming from the commander zone of the giants i actually like this signing a lot um i like bobby mccain he was a former corner kicked back to the safety position so and that's usually how it goes the guy
1: going right across the street yeah how do these teams let yeah. that happen how
0: does it happen like that you know um, the, the Giants doing some interesting stuff, though. They they get Sterling Shepard on a dime, $1.3 million. That's kind of an underrated signing. He If he stays healthy, you're fine. That's the biggest
1: problem for him, though, is Sterling Shepard staying been, healthy. I think this is a thank you, Sterling, for everything that you've done. We're going to keep right. you around here. For around another you. million, yeah. <laughs> because, because you know it, it's hard to say this. You don't want to say this, but at some point he's going to miss some time. Yep. To be, to you know it's just, just going by how it's been going, he's probably yeah. gonna miss some time.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the reality. Um, they they get rid of Kenny Galladay. That's a huge huge cap saver. It was probably their best bet. Kenny Galladay, um, you know, just an overpaid bum at this point. We, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Uh, Thirty years old free agent. Nobody wants to touch him. Um, but they do make a trade for Darren Waller. That was their big big move outside of. Giving Saquon Barkley the franchise tag. They re-signed Daniel Jones to a big deal, which I don't like at all.
1: Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. laid one good year yeah, and into a big old a, well, check. Into a $40 million contract. It'd work if you can get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jameson Crowder, decent signing. I mean, it's that's a one-year deal. Matt Breda, good backup. I like the Matt Breida signing. Here's the things that, that catch me, though, that that really are catching my eye. Landon Collins, the safety, twenty-nine years old, gone. Tony Jefferson, safety, thirty-one years old, gone. Richie James, wide receiver, twenty-eight years old, gone. Jalen Smith, the linebacker, twenty-eight years old, gone. You know, like, and they wind up bringing back Darius Slayton, which is good. He's twenty-six years old, so they needed to do that. But
1: they're losing some key cogs to this team. Keeping Isaiah Hodgins, yeah, I think that's a good thing for them because yep. he he came on late in the season because uh, they got him out of uh, uh, Buffalo. Yep, right under the radar. Nobody nobody had known you know known about this guy, but Brian Dable did. Yeah, right, and yep. the staff did, and they brought him on, and next thing you know, he showed himself, uh, made a great acquitting of himself mm-hmm. at the end of the show, year. Showed he's he, capable of. Yeah.
0: You know they and they lose some guys. They lose Nick Gates the center. He goes over to the Commanders. They lose John Feliciano who had been around for a while. He goes to the 49ers. So they, they do lose a couple of guys, but you know ultimately they 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 get Raheem Nuñez, Nuñez ah, Nunez Roches, there we go. From the Bucks, he comes over the uh the defensive tackle so they wind up getting Nuñez Roches. Yeah. And and if you look at They they get Bobby Okereke here, which I thought was an excellent signing on their end. They uh, they lose Julian Love, but you know you don't lose much with Julian Love. Um, Ziminez is still out there, the edge rusher, but I mean I don't think they're going to wind up bringing him back. Getting a warrior, yeah, our warrior. You know that that guy had so many pass interference penalties. He was a little handsy. A little, a little. Golly, it was like every play. Uh, but but the big ones are, to me, the Collins signing. If they can fix their secondary, this could turn into a W. I think we're leaning L here a little bit, but yeah. they got to fix the secondary. Landon Collins going out the door, Tony Jefferson going out the door, that's a big issue there. That's a huge issue. You need corners, you need safeties. Um, you lose Fabian Moreau, I mean, yeah, you need corners and safeties at this point. That's
1: going to be a key thing for them to be successful. Am I wrong? Oh no, oh no. Now, when well, you you know you're looking across the uh, the division and you're looking at guys like C.D. Lamb, who we were just talking about, right. Brandon Cooks, who we were just talking about. You're looking at um, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. You're looking at Devontae uh, Smith, Smith, yeah. and, and Terry McLaurin over in in, in Washington. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to need that.
0: You're going to need safeties and corners. Yep. So, and speaking of the Eagles and their, their uh, crew here. That's an
1: L for the Giants, by
0: the way. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm leaning L there. It's about a 60-40 for me. If they can fix their secondary, if they can get themselves some safeties and corners, then we're having a different conversation. Yeah. You know, but but that's gonna be be a different conversation for I think another they time.
1: Probably could have let Barkley walk out the door. Just saying, they
0: probably could have. To me, they probably should have just let Danny Dimes walk
1: out the door and resign <laughs> Saquon.
0: But <laughs> I would have gone the completely other direction. But right. hey, maybe it's just me. Uh, looking at the Eagles here, so the Eagles made some moves in the middle of the season when their defensive tackles all went down. They did get Linval Joseph, and then Dominick and Sue. Both those guys are going to be free agents. They are free agents right now. They were mercenaries. <clears throat> yeah, they were mercenaries, and they were very effective mercenaries. Start- Let's, I mean, both of those guys are yeah. outstanding defensive tackles. At their age, still very effective at 35 and 36 years old.
1: They'll probably latch on to a team, yep. you know, Late in the season, yeah. Next season, one year so, deal. Yeah.
0: Yep. It'll be, yeah, it'll be it'll be a one year deal. They're not going to. They're they're on the back end here. They've made some good money. Both those
1: guys are tremendous talents. We've got to watch them over the years. That's probably what Zeke's going to do too. Yeah, He'll end up catching on with somebody, Just be a mercenary. Yep. <laughs> yep, at the end, of the, try to get on with the contender toward yep. the. Middle of the season because running backs are going to go down and yep, and
0: there you uh, go. Yeah. But they do do a good thing uh, in bringing back Darius Slay. The Eagles get him back. They let Robert Quinn go, which I you know even at age thirty three, I'm still a little surprised by because Robert Quinn was extremely effective He's for them. He's yeah. very good. I, I don't yeah. understand. So I, I I think getting Robert Quinn out the door is a little of a of a, of a sad thing. I think in my yeah. opinion, I think it's a little bit of. Eh. Flying under the radar. Well, they also get James Bradbury back. So but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that real quick because I think James Bradbury and Darius Slay were very good this year. Yeah. James Bradbury, we remember, he was good in Carolina, stunk with the Giants, went to the Eagles, had a career resurgence, and now he's back. The big one they lose is Javon Hargrave. I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was wondering where you were going to go. I was hoping.
0: Yeah. They lose yeah. Hargrave. Uh, Hargrave goes over to the 49ers. That's a Big, massive, yeah. stupid loss. Yeah, um, they they couldn't affect And also, I just also want to point out another big, ugly, stupid loss was Chauncey Gardner Johnson going to Detroit. They lose the. Yeah. I mean, he was their best. He played safety, safety this year, but he could. But he <clears throat> played he plays slot. Corn. Yeah, he's a slot corner. So I mean, Chauncey Gardner Johnson's a great defensive back. The Lions wind up getting a steal for him. Twenty six years old, coming off of a career year, and the Lions get him for six and a half. So I mean. It, I, I just see it like, uh God. They also lose Miles Sanders, who is so hit or miss, but Miles Sanders seemingly breaks 1,000 yards almost every year, weirdly yep. enough. And it's usually because he has, like, three great games all year long. So right. it's
1: kind of a strange situation. Well, he's the guy you don't always have to. He's a guy, if you have to depend on Miles Sanders, you're probably in a bad spot. Yeah. But if, if you're not, you know... Stressing on him to be a focal part of, of the offense, he'll hurt you. Yeah. He'll hurt the defense. So he's a, a classic RB2.
0: Yep. They lose Marcus Epps to the Raiders, which I was surprised we didn't talk about with the Raiders seeing this list. Marcus Epps is an awesome safety, and so to lose him kind of sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the Eagles. Like, look... except Travis Kelsey's like.
1: Ah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think looking at the Eagles, and I'm just kind of looking at it right now, it just seems like they're kind of holding on. To the last little bit of that that veteran team that's been around for so long, trying to keep it together, trying to get the yeah. squeeze
1: the last juice out of this urn. Yeah,
0: just just to see if they can get to that Super Bowl one more time. They're really holding on tight. It's like you know what it is. It's it's like Spider Man holding on to the train, trying yeah. to stop yeah. the train from yeah. going off the tracks. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at, and yeah. and I, uh, I I right now. I mean, I think the Eagles are going to be effective next year, but I don't think they're going to be as effective as they were this year. I'm giving this an L based on the fact that they are holding on for dear life yeah. with these aging players. And if yeah. you look at it, Darius Slade, 32, uh, Jason Kelsey, 36, Fletcher Cox, 33, uh, Brandon Graham, 35, um, James Bradbury, 30. Uh, I, I mean, you, you, Rashad Penny's 27, okay, I can, I can deal with that. Um,
1: but it's loyalty. Yeah. I think a part of it is loyalty to the guys who have been loyal to the organization. Right. And, you know, the Eagles don't just, you know, they've, the Eagles have been a pretty good organization, you know, uh, throughout their yeah. run. Just, just want to give them one more year right. in the sun, you know, one more year in the sun and <clears> Hey, you know, cause you know, let's, let's try to keep the band together. Try to do this thing one more time. Problem is you've lost. Offensive and defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's going to kick you in the, gonna, in the teeth. Yeah, it's going to beat him up. Yeah. So, <clears throat> based on losing, I know we talk more about players, but losing that offensive and defense coordinator position, brother. It's going to be painful. It's, it's painful. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts is going to have to go through this, learning a new scheme, even though it may be similar to the same scheme he runs, but each coordinator is going to have his different wrinkles and, and, and it's going to want to do what he wants to do, right? Right. So I think you're looking at uh, you know a, a sort of a eh, year yeah, for, for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and I think that's it. And and plus you got to add in that Super Bowl hangover. Brother.
0: I I think you're going to see a playoff team, but I think
1: you're going to see a playoff team that goes wild card and gets slapped around a little bit because of the extra game, maybe. But yeah. I don't see him making the playoff. Wow, I think I the, see. brother, I think the Super Bowl hangover is going to hit him. It's real, huh? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> Uh, Especially losing the coordinators. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, next up, the, the commanders, the Washington Commanders right now. Bobby McCain goes out the door. We talked about him a little while ago. Um, the big thing for the Commanders, they did resign DeRon Payne, who I think is a very underrated uh, uh, defensive tackle. I think he still got overpaid in this situation. He should not be paid $22 million. By any stretch, he should not be the highest paid defensive tackle in all of football. He's a great defensive tackle, but highest paid in football? Absolutely not. He should probably be getting like 17. Um, but I digress. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> uh, they they lose Tri Turner. They lose J.D. McKissick. They lose Carson Wentz, which is no big deal to me. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. really cares about Carson Wentz. They lose Taylor Heineke to the Falcons, and that's kind of one where you're going, you know, we talked about that backup situation. Yeah. And we've been hitting on that all day. Yeah. Well, here we are. They did do a good job keeping some of their key guys around, though. David Mayo sticks around. Jonathan Williams sticks around. Um, Nick Martin sticks around. So they, they did keep some guys. Uh, one of the quiet... No, oh, David Mayo, by the way, is just fucking incredible. I like David Mayo as a linebacker. They keep Tyler Larson around so as their center, so that's good. Under the radar signing, Cam Dantzler from the Vikings. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Cam... <clears throat> I don't know that Cam Dansler I, I was never big on him as a potential, and, and Vikings fans had this unrealistic expectation that he was going to be a, a number one corner. I think it was yeah. unrealistic. I think Cam Dansler is a number two at best, and I think that's yeah. about where you're at. And and Cam Dansler, if you look at what he did over the years, he was always good against bad receivers and always good against bad tight ends. Yeah. You know, like he he did when he was in coverage, he couldn't handle the numbers. He'd get smoked by Devonte Adams, yeah, right. Yeah, he he would go out and get get smoked by by you know Tyreek Hill. He'd yeah. go out and get smoked by Steph Diggs. But then when he's taking on Jawan Johnson, he looks like an all star, and everybody thinks he's a killer. Yeah, like, no, no, yeah. that's not how this works. I think he's a, a number two, maybe a slot corner. It's a good signing. He's
1: twenty five. He has time to develop. You only got him for one point one million, so he's cheap. So it's not a you yeah. Know, it's not going to stress the pocket. But here's the here's the biggest addition, the two biggest additions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it right here, right now. The two biggest additions to that offense. Number one, offense coordinator. Yup, the enemy. Number two, quarterback Jacoby Brissetti.
0: Yeah, I because agree. Because
1: Jacoby Brissett is a, better, is a better quarterback, period, than, than Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Yeah, he is. So you're getting an experienced, you know, backup quarterback to be – because he may start because who knows what they're going to do in a draft, but they – I mean, they're sticking with Sam Howell. That's what they're – you know, that's what they That's what they're about. saying that's right now. Playing, right yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah, we'll see because, uh, you know, Sam Howell, he's okay, but I need to see more. You stick with Sam Howell. I bet you Riverboat Ron is going to be driving that
0: boat right down the river back to his home and, yeah. and staying there. Yeah. So, uh, I to me right now the Commanders are taking an L here. Yeah. Um, I think they overspent a little bit on Deron Payne, and and to be honest with you, they really haven't made the moves to to really fix their team. I thought David Mayo was a good resigning. Jonathan Williams, okay, I can deal. Nick Martin, you know stuff like that. They they got some stuff to do.
1: They got a lot to do. Yeah. The they, got, they got the work Commanders. To do. Especially with the ownership situation, I think that's again, if you don't have like solidified ownership and solidified front office, and, and everything is straight there, right? Then it's going to filter, you know, in, into the uh, locker room and onto the field, yeah. Eventually, so until they get that situation squared away with um, a solidified foundation of ownership and front office. It's going to be what it is. Yeah. So we'll take an L right now.
0: Yep. Um, big winners here, in my opinion, are the Chicago Bears. I thought the Bears had themselves an excellent offseason. Tremaine Edmonds is the big signing. They pay him, and they should have. Um, DJ Moore? DJ Moore was a great pickup in that trade. They wind up, I mean, trading out of number one. They go to number nine. They get DJ Moore. They get two firsts. They get two seconds out of the deal. Yeah. I mean, they 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 did so many good things this off season. the big one for me and and i think this one flies under the radar there is dante Foreman. dante Foreman last year took over Very for Chris, Chris, took over for christian mccaffrey midway through the season at the trade deadline and wound up with 915 yards
1: yeah like yeah, and, 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 and before that he was with uh he was with the, the Titans. Uh, Titans, yeah. yeah. And when Derrick Henry missed a little bit of time, or when Derrick Henry needed a rest, here yep. comes Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman, yeah. And he played extremely well.
0: He did. Dante Foreman is only 27 years old. Dante Foreman should be signed to a $15 million deal, judging by what I saw last year. And instead, Dante Foreman goes to the Chicago Bears. The Bears pick him up for $2 million after dropping David Montgomery, who the Lions pick up, and they pick him up for three and a half. <laughs> like mm. they they saved a mil and a half and upgraded their running back position. How brilliant!
1: Either upgraded or I would I would say Deontay Foreman and David Montgomery are, are almost the same player.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Just but. about the same player because for him, I think Montgomery doesn't get enough credit for being able to catch the ball out of the backfield, eh. whereas I don't see Foreman being able to do that as effectively as, as Montgomery. Montgomery's a pretty good receiver out of the backfield. People don't give him enough credit. I I, I don't give you him know. enough credit because of the injuries. That's the, always been the big thing. That's been the big thing. I, get, I can understand that. But I see uh, the Bengals. The Bears yep. have done an excellent job at getting gaining capital. Yes. For the rebuild that they know they have to do.
0: Yep, and they're working really hard also to rebuild this football team with yeah. young talent, with young, talented guys. Yep. Robert Tanyan, they picked him up. I thought that was a good signing. They, they wind up getting him back, or getting him from the Packers, rather. Uh, Andrew Billings, the interior defensive line, and good defensive tackle. They wind up snatching him up. They're only paying him $2.7 million. Uh, Andrew Billings a good player. So, I mean, I, I do think they need a backup quarterback behind Justin oh. Fields. That's a big thing. When you look at the backup that they have. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Nate, yeah. I see Nate Peterman Nate on there. Nate Peterman. Oh. Huh?
1: Good how thing. How is it? Huh? Yeah, how does he have a job? Oh. So, Nate well, Peterman. boards need to hold him. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not just going to hold themselves. Right. They? Well, well, they they didn't re-sign him, thankfully. So, Nate Peterman gets to enjoy. Uh, so, I guess that's know. Tim
0: Boyle's role. Yeah, I guess. But uh, they they get rid of kill Harry. They get they yeah. They get rid of Ryan Griffin. They, they get rid of Trevor Simeon. They, they should have yeah. So I
1: mean, they're getting rid of a lot of uh, yeah. a dead weight. The the, uh, the 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 uh, the remnants of the previous regime. Yeah, and they're,
0: right. they're getting rid of a lot of dead weight. Yeah, and and I thought it was really good. Uh, Chicago gets a lot of draft capital. They're big, I think they're winners in this whole thing. I give them a
1: W so far. Just because of the the uh, obtaining of the draft capital because Lord knows they needed
0: it. Yeah. Uh this next one is the biggest W of them all in my opinion. I and and mm. it's my absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, it's very tough and you know this as well what? as I do, it's very tough to be a Vikings fan from Detroit. And it is not right easy. across oh, not man. easy. And yep. to be sitting here and looking at this Detroit Lions team and how well they've navigated free agency is heartbreaking to me. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, Romeo Acquara, he takes a pay cut, comes back to Detroit, 28 years old. He gets two and two and a half. They, uh, Halapula, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Halapulatavati Vitae. Good job. Yeah, I think I got it. Uh, three and a half million, he signs on with them. So they get Vitae. Graham Blaskow comes back after having a career resurgence with the Broncos. He returns. Yeah. Then here's the big ones. We were bitching about how the Lions need a secondary and how they need defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They go out and get Cam Sutton. Mm-hmm. And that was their. That, I I was hoping the Vikings were going to sign Cam Sutton. I sat there literally like a half hour after free agency. I watched Hargrave go out the door. Uh, go out the door. Yeah. And then boom, Cam Sutton. Yeah. He was like the, the second or third guy that got signed. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I was so mad. So, I mean, like, you, you see him go yep. and, and get signed. And and then they go out and, I mean, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Mosley was another big one.
1: They, they go and get him. And, and Mosley, so, to me, he's a good corner. He's not great, but he's solid. Yeah. Right? Solid number two guy. Solid to number two yep, guy. Yep.
0: and And if you look at what they, they re sign Will Harris – who needed to stick around. Now, mind you, they already have a, a great young safety back there in Kirby Joseph. Yeah, Kirby. So, yeah,
1: ask Aaron Rodgers about Kirby Joseph.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they got a great young safety in Kirby Joseph back there. They go out and they re sign Michael Badgley out there. They go out. I mean, Nate Sudfeld isn't a great backup, but hey, they get themselves a backup quarterback, which they needed anyway. Um,
1: he was already, you know.
0: Yep, and they they already have Jeff Okuda out there as a, in his secondary, and then they go out and they pick up Chauncey Gardner Johnson on top of it. So I'm like, I'm looking at this Vi- this Lions team, and I'm as a Vikings fan, I'm shitting my pants right now. Like, like yeah. look at look at David Montgomery gets signed. They they yeah, sign him for
1: $6 million. Six million secondary that you're going to have to play against. Yeah, and the defensive line that already has. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson and... And, uh, and Gonzalez. And Charles Harris. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's this is a scary squad. And then they re-signed Alex Anzalone
0: mm-hmm. to, to a huge deal. And the, that's
1: not... Anzalone, he's a character guy, right? But he's a high-motor he, guy. Yeah, but he's a good linebacker. A, yeah, a good, linebacker good linebacker. And sort of a team leader. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, And you need guys like that in the locker room. Right. I think the only loss, the only major loss that this team took...
0: To be perfectly honest with you, mm-hmm. probably Deshaun Elliott, and that's like the only major loss that yeah. this team took. I, I oh and DJ Chark. They did lose DJ Chark. I'm I'm surprised they haven't brought back Michael Brockers yet. That's about it. I and, mean, like it. And DJ Chark.
1: DJ Chark's a good good receiver that has a, he's gotten a bad rap for injuries. He had if they. It, they, uh, the Lions brought him in on the prove it deal, right? Right. Okay. He missed some, he, he started proving a little bit and he missed some time. And we can either, as we say, Detroit can either pay him or they can let him walk because there's a plethora
2: of wide receivers, receivers in this, in this draft, draft yep, that yep. you
1: could easily get fourth, fifth, sixth round. You know, or if if they decide to you know trade out of a certain pick and, and gain some more capital, yeah. I have complete—I don't want to say complete trust in Brad Holmes as the GM of the. But I I under—I've seen what he's done, and I'm okay with just watching him work. Yeah, that's kind of where it's at. I, yeah. I think Brad Holmes is
0: has done an excellent job these last couple of years, and him and Dan Campbell are working really well
1: together. Yeah. It's almost scary. Yeah, with Chris. Uh, uh, what, Spielman? Spielman, yeah, yeah, excuse me. Forgive me, it's, it's <laughs> Spielman in the front office, too. Yep. They're doing an excellent job. Very good. Very yeah, good. They, they've done excellent
0: work. Um, I'm giving the Lions a huge W. I think they and get the... When have you said that? Yeah, that's the biggest W that that you're going to see in free agency. It's like hell froze over. i got to go get, sprinkle some rock salt on all those spots. Um, uh, and going into the Packers here, the Packers, I mean, they haven't done much. They, they did a lot of in-house work, really. They, they yeah. went and signed a lot of guys in-house. Uh, Randall Cobb, free agent this year. Um, Jeron Reed, they do, they do lose Jeron Reed, Robert Tanyan, Alan Lazard. They lose all three of those guys. Uh, Mercedes Lewis hits free agency. Mason Crosby is officially a free agent. And then they lose Dean Lowry to the Vikings. Now, a lot of Vikings fans, just so you know, we'll talk about this shortly. Dean Lowry. Don't get too excited. Yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to tell yeah. you about that. Mm-hmm. They lose Adrian Amos, and but they keep Aaron Jones. Amos is a big loss for them because he's been very good for their defense. But ultimately... Yeah. The he Pan- turned their defense around
1: towards the end of the year. Right. But all, are,
0: yeah. And they lose Eric Wilson, who we know is a Viking, former Viking. Um, and it's a kind of a bigger loss because Eric Wilson's actually a really good linebacker. I'm a little surprised by that. Ultimately, though... Um, the Packers haven't done much, and it's been very quiet on their front. They've been so focused on this, Eric, er, this Aaron Rodgers nonsense that they really haven't been focused on doing anything with the team. I'm going to give the Packers a big fat L here uh, based on they haven't done dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they they haven't. The thing, the Packers typically don't, right? Yeah, they usually do the draft stuff. They usually yeah. do the draft stuff. They draft and develop, draft and develop. That's what they've done. You know, to, yep. since the, the Lombardi years. Yep. the uh, A couple of years back when they went out and got Preston uh, Preston Williams and yep. not Preston, Preston Williams, Smith. But Preston Smith and yep. uh, Zedaria Smith, when they went out and got those, everybody said, like, What? The Packers went out and did something in free agency because it was outside of the norm yes. for them. Yes. Right? So you give them a big W that year because <laughs> those guys did produce some results. This year, sure, we can give them an L, but the thing is, the Hackers don't do a ton in free agency as it as is. As it is,
2: yeah.
0: I so. agree. Um, moving on to our boys, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, oh. Yeah, I I am not ecstatic <laughs> with the Vikings. Um, I'm going to put it like this. I feel as though Kwesi Adafo Mensah, at this point, after just one year, should be shit-canned. Oh, no. <laughs> he should be fired. You,
1: you can't put him out yet, Oh, man,
0: I waved. <laughs> I want to take him like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just ah, throw him out the door. I want, to, I want to treat him like Jazz. Look, look, I want to put it like this. First and foremost, Adam Thielen, I understand he has lost a step. He needed to go. His cap, it was too high. He goes to the Panthers. I don't really give a shit about that. No big right. loss.
1: Right.
0: Delvin Tomlinson, that's a bigger loss. You let him go out the door. I don't understand why. He's a great defensive tackle. I get it. Our backs are against the wall when it comes to the salary cap. You're trying to replace him with yeah. Dean Lowry. I, I understand it. Here's the thing. Dean Lowry has not been good for four years. He's been bad with the Packers for four years. The numbers don't lie. His PFF yeah. grades have been terrible. And we're over here yeah. talking about Dean Lowry like he's going to be the savior of this defensive line. Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. And and you you lost Patrick Peterson. This Vikings team has... One corner on this team, and and they, re, they that's what the signing that they did is Byron Murphy. They signed him, and that one corner, uh, and nobody wants to talk about it, but that one corner has been lackluster at best. I mean, yeah. really, I, I mean his his pro football focus grades tell the story of how iffy he's been. And I get it, Arizona didn't really have that good of a defense, but he hasn't been good. If you look at what the Vikings have done, they, they re-signed Jordan Hicks, they get Marcus Davenport, which is supposed to be like their marquee signing. Marcus
1: Davenport doesn't hit home. I like Davenport. That's the big splash, but the thing is... He's Trey Flowers 2.0. The <laughs> thing is, he he hasn't lived up to 100% of what the expectations were, but he's the guy. He's not the guy. He's the other guy, Right. They paid the guy money for the other guy. Yeah. If you if you were to have an elite pass rusher on the other side of Marcus Davenport, you'd be scared of Marcus Davenport.
0: Well, you kind of do. You got you have to Neil Hunter. You got Marcus Davenport. Okay, cool. And then you got Zedarius Smith. So you got three nasty in your face pass oh, rushers. Darius resigned. Well, Zedarius hasn't left. Yeah, le- okay. He hasn't well, left. there you go. Yeah. So okay. so you got three nasty okay. pass rushers. Zedarius wanted to leave, but the Vikings have zero intention of releasing him. Now there could be a trade in the future because um, he wanted to leave, but you know I look at keep this. Him around. Yeah, you got to keep him around, and but my, you know, you could have had Duke Shelley on a on a on a dime. You could have had him for nothing. You you know instead you're you're letting him go out the door. The Vikings have shit for cap space right now. Um, they're busy trying to convert a lot of different deals and in, into um uh, additional cap next year. They'll have 120 million in cap space, but you know like. Eric Kendricks goes out the door. I get it. Big money deal. You're probably going to plug in Brian Osimo in there. You already got the guy on the roster. The Vikings will have to draft extremely well to turn this whole thing around. But I'm getting flashbacks of 2020 all over again when we had a bunch of junk corners go out there, getting smoked, and and to the tune of an 8-9 record. And further, they better go draft a wide receiver, too, because... I don't think K.J. Osborne is a wide receiver, too, in this league. Don't think so, huh? No, I think he's very spotty and hit or miss. Uh, and I thought the one good thing that the Vikings did, they did well, they did a couple of good things. They got Gary Bradbury back, and he performed well in that system with Kevin O'Connell. Uh, they get Greg Joseph back, who was actually pretty damn good for the Vikings, although... Those missed point attempts have got to fucking stop. And then you Tigers go and Vikings. Yep. And then you got Chris Reed back, who I think is going to be an excellent addition to this team. I was surprised he wasn't starting. You bring back Jordan Hicks, who was eh last year, but he also led the team in tackles. So, I mean, it, and the, you bring back Alexander Madison. There's a lot of people saying, oh, well, we should just get rid of Dalvin Cook and start Alexander Madison. Look, I am so sick of this narrative that Alexander Madison is the same thing than Dalvin Cook. He's not.
1: He's not. He's
0: not. He's he's the running back. He's a third down back. He's the guy you hand the ball off to. He plows directly into the line, and he gets swallowed up because he doesn't know how to get outside the tackles. And that's the big thing about Alexander Madison. He doesn't have the finesse moves. He doesn't have that. He is a lower-your-shoulder, blast-a-guy-in-the-face type of running back, and yeah. the numbers don't lie as far as the yards per game. You know the, the yards per play. Dalvin was looking at what I think it was four point four. You look at Madison; he's averaging three point seven. So I mean, it's it's a big difference there. He's yeah, not nearly
1: as, as explosive. No. as, as Dalvin. Here's the thing, also, I they've allocated too. I won't to say too much money. You are you're worth what telling teams are willing to pay for you, right? right? But man, I don't know how Kirk Cousins keeps getting these. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: thankfully they're going to let him play out his deal. Thankfully, yeah. they they finally said we're going to let him play out his deal. And once his deal's done, you know, we we do have some some uh, um, dead cap years on the end there that they they added the twelve million and six million and six million. Some people were talking about having they, how they wanted to restructure him and make his next year worth twenty eight million. And I thought they oh. were crazy people. Um, oh, so right. it's, it's just nuts and I, it doesn't make sense. Can you I, win two
1: playoff games before you start giving the guy that kind of money? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can, you win two, <laughs>
2: can you win two in G- the same
0: me, playoff? Yeah, give me two, Here. please. But I, I mean, the, the Vikings really, they, they handle a lot of in-house stuff, but I, I just, I have questions about what the hell Quasi Doppelments is doing um, it, it's just questionable at best, and I, I don't buy it. So I'm giving the Vikings a big, fat, horrible L on this one.
1: This seems like a draft play. Yeah. Right. You know, a matter of fact, I talked to you, uh, text you, the other day. This he's he's going to do what he needs to do through the draft to prepare for the future. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it, what it looks like. On surface, it looks like an L. But depends on how they draft. De- <laughs>
2: yeah, it
0: depends on the draft. At yeah. the end, because at the end of this, we'll, we will wind up going through the entire off season as yeah. a whole. But I mean, ultimately, I, right now mm. it's an L. Right I mean, now, I don't, I don't
1: think you can give it anything else other than right now an yeah. L. Right now it's an L because they are strapped for, uh, strapped for cash. Yeah. So.
0: And then you go to the Atlanta Falcons. Over there in the NFC South, the Falcons. Jesse Bates was their big signing. They also get Jonu Smith, which you said and we both agreed
1: is a great combo with Kyle Pitts. I like, I like that yeah. signing. And he loves He knows the Arthur Smith system and he's going to produce immediately i believe
0: yes uh lorenzo carter they get carter back he didn't perform as well last year but they get him for four and a half so it's not a super expensive signing he's still 28 years old the big signing for them was chris lindstrom they he was actually one of the guys that i really liked coming out of his draft class i said he was going to be one of the better uh guards in that class and he yeah. is they extend him he's 26 years old they extend him 20 million dollars per year which i thought was an overpayment a
2: little bit
0: a little bit but he's still a good player um if you look at the rest though uh they get mac collins who had himself a breakout year with the the raiders he really did um did. they lose isaiah oliver who was actually strangely good for him them last year believe it or not uh if you look at the rest of the guys there, I mean, Demir Bird, eh. Okay, we can we can move on from Demir Bird. Um, Nick Kwiatkowski is a guy I'm surprised they moved on from, even given the fact that he's 30 years old. Kwiatkowski's still a very good linebacker, so I'm a little surprised they moved on from him. Colby Gossett, another one. He's a right guard, 28 years old. I'm surprised they moved on from him.
1: So, Well, the, the, the offensive line of the Falcons, outside of a couple of guys, McGarry and, and mm-hmm. uh Lindstrom to be specific. Right. Eh. Eh. And yeah. we know Arthur Smith needs his offensive line to be bigger and stronger. Yep. You look at what he what he did in Tennessee and you look at how he wants to play with a heavy uh, run game, game, game yeah. influence. So, and they yeah.
0: they did sign Jermaine Fetty. Um they did re-sign him to the big deal. So he he comes back. Um you know, I I'm actually I'm leaning W uh, because of the moves for Jesse Bates, John Smith, and, yeah. and they get uh, uh, David Onyemata
1: on top of it. So, I mean. It, we, we missed this one, though. This one kind of, I don't see how you go out and get Taylor Heineke.
0: Right, yeah. But and,
1: and pay players, him. players play for
0: Taylor Heineke. I don't understand it. I mean, they paid him seven. He's a, he's a gamer. Let, let me put it this way. Would you rather have Taylor Heineke at seven million dollars, or what we saw a few years ago, where you saw Mike Glennon for twenty? You know, and then do you understand that? Yeah. I mean, like I would rather pay Taylor Heineke seven million than Mike Glennon twenty. Hell, I'd rather pay Taylor Heineke the twenty, you know, right. <laughs> than right. than Mike Glennon. Yeah. So I mean, is it a bad signing? I don't think it is. I think I think he's
1: they they got him a, a decent backup on a discount. It shows. I kind of almost think it, it. it's almost like, well, we know what we have with Desmond Ritter. Right. And we may not have much. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Because when Although, he had his opportunity at the end of the year. You have had all preseason and all year it wasn't to get prepared. And when, it, and when it came time for you to, you know, put boots to the ground and, and do what you're supposed to do, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Eh. I eh. mean, he was a third-round guy. He He wasn't he wasn't definitely wasn't ready this year. You know, maybe you'll see a little bit more next year, next season. Let's see what he's really got, yeah. but.
0: we'll find out. Uh. <laughs> um next up we got the Carolina Panthers. Panthers DJ Moore goes out the door obviously. We talked about that in that trade. Their big signings though, Adam Thielen is, is the first big one. They get him on a 3-year deal worth 8.3 a year. Oh, you know, he- it it sucks. That the Vikings, you know, I I always
1: thought Adam Thielen was going to remain a Viking forever. I thought he was. All all you saw was at 10-yard line, Adam Thielen touchdown. Yeah. You know, 8-yard route to the end zone.
0: But the problem with Adam Thielen is 700 yards became the standard for the last couple of years. And now the injuries are piling up. The age is there. He's 33. So, I mean, does it suck? Yes, I agree. Um, Am I losing my mind about
1: it? Probably not, No. Um, it sucks for the Panthers even more because you went out and got a, a guy that was thirty three years
0: old. Yeah, and and if they expect him to be the number one, I think they're high. But yeah, yeah know, How do
1: you get? Re- how do you let DJ Moore walk out the door, right? And, and think you can replace that with Adam Thielen? No disrespect, but they're not the same guy.
0: Well, I think uh, the mindset is you got to sell something to go and get your your future at the quarterback position because right now they don't have shit for a quarterback. Andy Dalton is the only quarterback they have on the roster right now and and that's just a nightmare. Um
1: they lose Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman goes to the Bears. You can you know what? They're telling you what they're gonna do. Because Andy Dalton is not no the answer. No. They're, so the Panthers are telling you, yeah, we're drafting a quarterback. We're
0: drafting a quarterback, and
1: we're rebuilding
0: this thing from the ground bra-
1: up. And now that makes me think who they're going to draft. It makes me think they're going to draft Anthony Richardson. No, God, don't you say that. One? Because you got Andy Dalton. As your start- no. Anthony, you're you're going to draft Richardson at one. are going to draft Anthony Richardson at number one. Oh, God, you're crazy.
0: You're a crazy person. Um, they do resign Shaq Thompson to a big deal. That's good. He's 29 years old. They get him on 6.3 million. So, and actually, I take that back. Shaq Thompson, they they restructured his deal. So, I mean, it's it's a sign, it's a signing, but it's a restructure. He takes a pay cut to stay there, um, and so they restructure the whole thing. He wanted he was, to stay in Carolina. He, he must love it down there. I was about
1: to say <clears throat> the weather or something. Yeah, must be yep. happy.
0: Uh, but they they get Ian Thomas back, the tight end. Not a whole lot of really upward movement from the Panthers here. I think a lot of their focus is just getting their quarterback of the future, making sure their guy is their guy, and rolling from there. An underrated signing for them, Hayden Hurst, but I think they overpaid a little bit. $7.2
1: million for Hayden Hurst. Ooh, get that big check before, yep. before it's too late in.
0: Obviously, they get Von Von Bell Bell. from the Bengals. Very good. Yeah. good signing on seven point five. He was very good. So they go out and get a couple of Bengals, and they wind up with a a couple of decent players there. Um, Von Bell, twenty nine years old, seven and a half. That's not a bad deal. They uh, also they lose Sam Darnold. Get rid of him.
1: Send him to San Francisco. Hey. Sam Darn- if I'm Sam Darnold, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually get to go to a team a, yeah, with a winner. an offensive yeah. line.
0: I get to go to a what? winner.
1: <laughs> what? And I'm back out on, on the West Coast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. next up around that division, the Saints. Oh, oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. The the real big win was getting Frank Wright. do I want to call it a big win, though. No, that's not a win. Frank Wright, it, it, I don't... Panthers are very. It's very interesting because they they gave up some stuff. They how do you give up your best receiver <laughs> and then go draft a quarterback who have nobody to throw to? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay, all right. It now. doesn't make sense. We'll call it an L. Yeah, it's now an that L. I've, now it's that a, I've talked myself through it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's an L. Uh, it's. Moving into the Saints, uh, the Saints have some stuff going on here. First of all, they get Derek Carr, so they get a new quarterback, which is kind of nice for them, and they re-sign a high-end backup in Jameis Winston, so they have a good high-end backup. Additionally, Michael Thomas gets a new deal. If he can stay healthy, Michael Thomas is tremendous, Uh, but but he's never healthy. uh, Uh, That's the issue with him. My uh, brother,
1: he's lost, like, what, three years now? Three years, yeah. Of yep. his, you know, prime years yes. to injury. Yep. And how much longer can you go with that? I mean, loyalty, you know, for one thing, but God. But baby. they
0: only signed him to $10 million, So, I mean, that's actually a. Only. Oh, oh, but hey, you know what, for a receiver. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, that's, yeah. that's Who pretty. Who hasn't seen the field. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um,
0: Andrews Pete. they get him re-signed, 5.5. That's, 5. that's a good signing. They lose David Onyemata. We talked about that. That's a loss that's, for them. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough. Yeah. They re-sign Will Lutz to a big deal. That's good, 2.2 million. That's actually a really good price for a high-end kicker. Lutz has been good for them. Yes. They lose Deontay Hardy. They lose Marcus Davenport. They lose Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, eh. Yeah. They lose Deontay Hardy and Marcus Davenport. Those are bigger losses for yeah. them. Uh, Jarvis Landry's still an unrestricted free agent, but they go ahead and they, he's he's right now out the door.
1: He got hurt last year. I like Jarvis Landry a lot. Surprised nobody's picked up on him. Well, here's the thing. I like Jarvis Landry too, but now I think the uh the train has passed him by. You think so? I think it's I think, you know, it's closing time. <laughs> time to go home, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, The the sun is setting on the career of of Mr. Jarvis Landry. No disrespect, but hey, you know.
0: Yeah, it might be
1: about that time. Yeah, they're kind of telling him.
0: Yep. Uh, The good signing they made, Jamal Williams. I thought he was tremendous last year with the Lions, and they get him back. And then they also pick up Jonathan Abram, the safety from the Seahawks. That's a great signing for the Saints as well.
1: The Jamal Uh, Williams signing. Okay, so you got a goal line guy.
0: Yeah, well, you know what, Jamal Williams last year—I think he was a thousand yard rusher last year. And they get him on four million dollars. He he did get in the end zone quite a bit. I mean, he did. I think they're but, hoping Jamal Williams
1: is going because Jamal Williams has always been a complimentary role. Exactly. He 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 and Alvin Kamara together. Well, if they if they, if they are together, Kamara. yeah. <laughs> but that's that's them together. Equals one really, really good running back. Yes. So
0: I mean, uh, I mean so, yeah.
1: it, it. We'll see
0: how it works out. You know, I, I know the Saints kind of like the two back system. Yeah. The Pierre the Pierre Tom or was Pierre Thomas? Yeah. Pierre Thomas and Deuce uh, McAllister. Well, Pierre Thomas and Bush, or Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah. And so I mean, there's there's a lot going on there, but ultimately, and I mean, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Yep, they At that too. Yep. So they always do it. They always do that that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, the Saints, They. other than that, they haven't... I mean, there's been a lot of moves. I don't know how good the moves have been. I mean, Calvin Throckmorton is okay. I actually was kind of a bigger guy on him. Um, Mark Ingram is still on free agency right now. They kind yeah. of sent him out the door. They didn't lose a ton, but they didn't, didn't gain, gain a ton. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of eh. Um, yeah. For the Saints, I'm leaning L here. Uh, I'm about... 55-45, to 45, leaning L. I'll go 51-49, dub.
1: Because dub. Of, because of Derek Carr. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Derek Carr signing might be the, the saving grace there. Yeah. Um, moving into a team that is going to be hitting a rebuild soon, or if they haven't already, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Ooh. Tampa loses Tom Brady. Obviously, that's the elephant in the room. They pick up Baker Mayfield to take over for him. Good luck with that. <laughs> you go from... <clears throat> Uh, all right. Yeah, and nope. uh, they re-signed Levante David. They re-signed Russell Gage. I like both those signings. I think they're awesome. The problem yeah, is they is, owed
1: Russell Gage for for how Tom Brady did him. Oh yeah, how did he laid do. him out in that freaking hit and probably shaved two years off of Russell Gage's career. Yep. Hell yeah, you gonna pay me?
0: Yep. And then uh, Shaq Shaq Mason goes out the door that to the Texans in That's a trade. Hurt. It, that's going to hurt him. Yeah, I agree.
1: They don't have Akeem Hicks. He's a, a, a free good. agent. Very good defensive line. Yep. People don't understand how good Akeem Hicks is.
0: He is a run stuffing run interior line. How
1: how often have you been able to run on the Bucks in the last few years? Not often. There you go. Akeem Hicks last year was awesome for them on the defensive side
0: of the ball. Leonard Fournette, currently a free agent. They lose him, they lose Julio Jones. Wow. William Golston, actually, uh, an underrated loss there. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Brake, you lose him. He has been great for them. They lose uh, Nunez Roches. Uh, obviously, he, we talked about him earlier. He went to the Giants. They lose Ryan Suckup. I think that's an underrated loss as well. He's, He's a hell of a, kick- hell of a kicker. Hell of a kicker. They lose Keanu Neal. They lose Carl Nassib. They lose Logan Ryan. Um, they're not doing much. They re-signed Jamel Dean and yep and that's about
1: it and the the levante david yeah that's, a, that's the best re-signing that they could have had even though even though he's 33 he's probably like you know what mm. i've already got you know <laughs> yeah. i've already got a ring now i'm 33 and i live in a state where there's no income tax well don't take an income tax so why not
0: yep bring me out. back yeah
1: so uh tampa big fat disgusting l
0: Oh yeah, it, slimy L.
1: They got a lot. They got a lot to clean up.
0: <laughs> yep, another team but that's at least about. They
1: got a couple of you know. They got a ring.
0: Yeah, they, that's it. They they sold the farm for the ring. That was it. There it is. Uh, another team that I'm already going to tell you right now took a big fat disgusting L was the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Cardinals are having a rough time. They re-signed yeah. Will Hernandez, which was smart. I like that signing. Um, they lose Byron Murphy to the Vikings. They lose Cody Ford to the Bengals. They re-sign Kelvin Beecham, which is good. Mm. They get Kaiser White from the Eagles, who is actually very good for them. They get LJ Collier from uh, uh, Seattle, who's been good. Yeah. They re-sign Matt Prater, who's been very good. They lose Robbie Anderson, Justin Pugh, Marcus Golden. Pugh and Golden are the two guys that you didn't want to lose, even at their age, you didn't want to lose them. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. They wind up getting Zach Pascal uh, from the Eagles. He used the former Colt. That's
1: a that, that's an underrated that's underrated. Yeah. yeah, Pascal's good. He's pretty really good. He shows up when he when you don't expect him to. He's a he's a professional, solid NFL wide receiver. Yep, David Blau, their new backup quarterback.
0: Um, I mean,
2: <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> and then they go out and they, they get Corey Clement, actually, who I think is actually a, an underrated uh, uh, change of pace back, so I, and I think that's one that they desperately need, but if you look at the guys they're losing, Daryl Williams, uh, Charles Washington, Steve Anderson, Max Williams, how, how do you let Max Williams go up Faro Cooper out the door. Uh, Farrell Cooper is a, uh, excellent special teamer. Yep. You, you lose Billy Price, who I think is very underrated as a center. I, you losing him. That's a big one. Um, they do re-sign Greg Dortch. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, that's about it. Uh, they, oh, and they did get back Jonathan Ledbetter. I mean, this one is an L to me. I, I, I've just, uh, no doubt about it. No question about it. Arizona takes an L here and,
1: and they were miserable. The, uh, the coaching change is going to hurt them. Yeah, there's going to be a shift in the culture, there's going to yep. be a shift in everything and you got to have to deal with if the reports are true. You're going to have to deal with Kyler Murray, who's going to be, you know... In a bad mood. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, Mr. And bad Attitude himself. Yeah. And he's not going to be even available until probably the earliest, what, November? Hey, you know what? At least Maybe he gets I'll... to enjoy
0: some of them double XP weekends. Yeah. You know, yeah. on the PlayStation <laughs> there. Oh, you know? uh, uh, yeah. So it'll be great. Yeah.
1: It'll be good for him. If there's a new Call of Duty coming out, Yeah, will great. <laughs> but, man... They, they they got a long road to hope. Oh yeah, they do. So let's just you know put the L on them and just move on.
0: Yeah, somebody another team we can just probably slap an L on too. The L A Rams. Uh, Woo! What a it's a dumpster fire, fire sale in L A. Uh, yeah. They lose Leonard Floyd. They lose Baker Mayfield. They lose Bobby Wagner. They lose A. Sean Robinson. Mm. They lose Troy Hill. They lose Taylor Rapp. I mean, it's like, what are we doing? Taylor
1: Rapp is a very underrated safety. safety. Yeah, very. very. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, you yeah. lost yeah. him, really? Yeah, you always see him. You always see him in the play, in in and around, causing the disruption. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they, they lose Greg Gaines. I mean, they, they're they're just hemorrhaging players at this point. I mean, and if you look at the only players that they've signed. Yeah. They they've lo- they've re-signed Christian Roseboom. Mm-hmm. They re-signed Michael Hoke. Mm-hmm. They re-signed or they signed Hunter Long, the tight end from the Dolphins. That was in that trade for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, they signed Coleman Shelton, the right guard, and they signed Brian Allen, the center. Outside of that, the Rams have not done yeah. shit. Yeah, they
1: probably <laughs> they made. Have- Maybe you should have let those guys go. Have you? Did you see the offensive line of the yeah. Rams play? Mm, horrible. Yeah, you probably should have let those guys go ahead and walk. And
0: uh. the big one of the big losses for me is A. Robinson. He's been so underrated. Yeah. Since he went there, he's been a a stud. Yeah. and and the fact that they let a robinson walk out the door seems so silly to me yeah i'm
1: like what are we doing guys troy hill too that's another guy what why troy hills very good He's uh, a, a very good he you don't think he's as good as he is
0: but he he's actually pretty freaking good yeah. i i mean and uh yeah. they they really have lost a lot mm-hmm. and and they lose their backup quarterback in john wolford as well so it's gonna be a rough go, yeah. and not to mention, and I just gotta keep the status quo. Matt Stafford needs Tommy John surgery. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like this thing yep. is gone. This thing has gone from f those picks. Remember, you remember? Yep, yep. F those picks. Well, it it got them to the Super Bowl and it got them a victory. Yeah. Well, so now here comes the long, hard fall. You are gonna hit every bump on the way down. The way that this uh, team is constructed. You're gonna hit every bump on the way down, and you're gonna hit rock, freaking rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson, rock bottom. Yep, right before it can come back.
0: Well, fuck them picks, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so,
1: so you you got a ring out of the deal, but yep. now here comes the hard part. Yep. Now you gotta rebuild this thing. And and if I'm Matthew Stafford, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna retire now. Go get my I, Tommy John surgery. <laughs> you know, at some point, hey. <clears throat> i got a ring, I've Mm -hmm. got the bread, I've got the wife and the family, I've got things kind of settled to where I can just go ahead and walk away.
0: Yep, and I'm back at home because he's a California kid. He got got to go back home. So, I mean, hey, you know what? It works out for him. Um, Moving on to the 49ers, Javon Hargrave. Obviously, we've talked about him a couple of times. That was the big signing. They did lose some players, though, the Niners did. I did like the Cleveland Farrell. I, you know addition. he has I been do like that he has not been good since he came into the league but I think he can turn it around with this 49ers exactly
1: team. I was if there's any organization that you can turn it around in
0: you can't play in this defense there's something wrong
1: exactly you know and and that's what John Feliciano the left guard I
0: think that's a good addition they lose Mike McGlinchey. They lose Emmanuel Mosley. Mm. They lose Samson Ibukam. Mm. I mean, they lose Jimmy G. Which I mean, I understand it. They they feel like they have something right now, but I I don't know. I I would be concerned at this point. You lose Hassan Ridgeway. Um, they did gain Isaiah Oliver out of the deal, so I mean, good for them. Uh, they re-signed T.Y. McGill, yeah. which I thought was smart. They lose Jason Verrett. I mean, I understand he's getting older. But at least they re signed Ross Dwelly. That was good. Yeah, they does. get they get Jake Brendel back. You know, it's this one's right down the middle for me. They get Jawan Jennings back. Yeah, uh, it's this is like sort of a fifty-fifty thing for me. They get Dante Johnson on free agency now. I I don't know. I. This is tough. I, I'm gonna.
1: I'm right in the middle. I'm split on this. I'm kind of split on it myself, <clears throat> especially losing uh, Jimmy Ward and Manuel Mosley. Yep that that's gonna hurt. And Mike McGlinchey and and Aziz Al Shayer as well. I, I, Aziz Al Shayer is very underrated. Man, you just this is one of those deals. I know I've already given my pass to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But if I had a second pass. You got to trust this. Trust the process? Trust the process of the 49ers. <laughs> Losing D'Amico Ryans can be detrimental. We'll see yeah. how detrimental that, it is. That's going to be the tough part. We're going to see how that defense performs. I'm going to give, just because of the losses of Emmanuel, the loss of. And the defense coordinator, D'Amico Ryan. Ah, we'll go slight. It's, Slight L, especially losing McGlinchey mm-hmm. too. Oh we're, yeah, we're gonna slap a slight L. Although I, I still think they win the division, and you know, yeah, going away. I think I think they they've got the division wrapped up, to be honest. Yeah,
0: and then last but not least, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks, you know. Shelby Harris, they lose him. Gabe Jackson, Puna Ford, Rashad Penny goes to the Eagles. Um, they do gain Devin Bush out of this whole thing. They re-sign Jason Myers. They re-sign Geno Smith. That, to me, and, and they get Jerron Reed back, and that's all well and good. But I'm looking at this situation right now, and I just based on Geno Smith being so overpaid, I'm giving him an L. I think this is a gross, ridiculous,
1: horrible L. Oof. It's me, bad. Oh, how, how much guaranteed on, on that uh Geno Smith deal? Twenty-seven?
0: Uh yeah, twenty-seven
1: million guaranteed. Twenty-seven million guaranteed. Ooh, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's again, You're you're paying
0: him fifty-three for this year.
1: It's t- man, it, it Ooh. That's crazy. That's tough. That's tough. Okay, here's the thing. All right, here's the thing. If you're going to sign this big deal, I'm paying for, not only am I paying for what you've given me, but I'm also paying you for what you're going to do for me. Right. So, with that being said. $25 better,
0: million this year. You, better, you oh.
1: better do something for me. Oh, you God. You better do something for me. You know, Gino has been waiting on this moment for a while. I think it's a right? disaster. When am I going to get, you know, hey, I've been here. I'm a professional. I've been doing everything you asked me to do. Whatever team he was with, he's not a bad quarterback. he just he's a high level game manager who has some second movement secondary movement ability
0: see and that's where I'm
1: not with you because I think that he's a horrible
0: quarterback that Pete Carroll has masked, and that Pete Carroll has saved and and made look a lot better than he
1: actually is accentuating his Strengths and yes. limiting his weaknesses because the weaknesses showed up in that uh, 49ers uh, playoff. Yeah, game. that dismantling. Yeah, the dismantling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like he free. Yeah, he almost looked like Dak Prescott right in the second half of that game. Yeah, and just after he look after he threw that first interception, it was he was all he was okay. Yeah. he was still okay. He was still in it mentally when he threw the second one. He's done. He was done. He's done. Yeah. It was like, uh-oh, and here it comes, and then the 49ers run, run, right, a touchdown, right. touchdown. And it was, you know, you put them in a – the 49ers put the Seahawks in the position to continually force Geno Smith to throw, and he couldn't get the job done. Right.
0: And and that's I'm, – I'm giving him a
1: massive L here. I, I think it's a massive L. Massive L? Massive L. <sighs> I won't go massive L, but I I'll, I'll call it I'll call it a light L. <laughs> light L. <laughs> I'll call it a light L because the the Seahawks when they drafted last season, you know, rookie corners, right? Yeah. Rookie left tackle, rookie right, Charles Cross, and rookie right tackle, and uh, I forget the young man's name. Forgive me, but everybody thought I don't know, I don't know, but they parlayed those into a decent, you know decent season, right? They won games they weren't supposed to, snuck got themselves into the playoffs. I, I just think a hey, lot of that is Pete Carroll. Beat the Rams.
2: Rams right? are garbage though. Still.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they they you still got to play the game, right? They they did it and then but so they they did more with what they shouldn't have been able to do, right? Right. They they did it when they weren't supposed to. So I'm I'm going to give them a, a light L. Okay, on on the free agency bar, but we'll see what they do in in, uh, in the draft. We we'll give them a light L.
0: Okay, so um, we're gonna we're gonna give them that light L, and those are our, our free agency breakdowns. Um, so we're gonna do corners this time. I'm gonna actually save that for the next episode because we are going along. Um, so we we are going a little long. Are we? Yeah, yeah, we are going a little long. So um. We're going to save our corner prospects for, for next time around, which is going to be just fine, so we'll be ready to rock and roll with the corners for next time. And safeties. Hey, yeah, we'll we jump, we we safeties did, yeah, we can jump too? into safeties,
1: too. We'll jump okay. into both. So just we'll, do all the, the whole second. Yeah,
0: we'll do the whole DB issue right, there. So we'll do DB corners issue. one, and we'll do safeties next as well, so so we'll have both. Um, but, folks, that is our show. Uh, before we take off today, I want to give a quick shout-out to you. it's your time Massage. IYTMassage.com. Get yourself a massage, uh, Rome. You gonna get yourself a massage. Get it, get it, get it today. Yeah, I mean we we got to get uh, uh, more massages. I mean that's that make, makes you feel good. It does make it
1: makes feel you good. feel good. It makes it rub it, you the right way. Makes
0: makes the world a better place. Right. So get yourself a massage over at IYT Massage. It's your time, massage. Don't forget, it is your, your time. time. Uh also I uh, want to give a quick shout out to uh face Kicked Apparel. Sean Stockmeyer his wonderful wife Lisa, they do outstanding work over there.
1: Get your face kicked yeah, with all, savings.
0: Uh, yeah, all your uh your custom shirts, hats, hoodies, pants, you name it, you pick it, he sticks it over at facekickedapparel.com. Uh they do outstanding work over there. I highly recommend them. Also a uh, shout out to Patched Miracle Photography. Uh, the best photographer in the Metro Detroit area. I highly recommend those guys. They did our wedding photos. They were tremendous.
1: You they, look good. Yeah. Your wife looks good. Hey, when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, you see what you see. If you get a photography done. Patch Miracle. They'll make you look even better than that.
0: Yep, they do every time. Professional grade photos. Um, Andrew and his uh, wife, Chantel, they do tr- outstanding work. Just outstanding work. And... Uh, they, they make your special day even more special if you're looking for maternity photos, if you're looking for engagement photos, if you're looking for wedding photos, if you're looking for graduation pictures, for they'll, baby pictures.
1: They'll help you find all those yep.
0: photos. If you want a, a nice, special, sexy boudoir shoot shoot for that special someone in your life, check them out, PatchMiraclePhotography.com. They'll take good care of you over there. Uh, and also, uh,
1: Boots, we got a book going on here. I There's ate coo- been a book. I ate cookies out of the trash. Is I this. ate cookies out of the trash. Fantastic book. If you're struggling with body issues, self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. any kind of issues, you may need a few tissues when you read some of the stories <laughs> in there. Some tear-jerkers. I ate cookies out of the trash. Available on on uh, Amazon, iTunes, uh, 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 BarnesandNoble.com, all the .coms where you can <laughs> find a book at.
0: Yeah, uh, for
1: Apple Books, all that good stuff. Check it out. I ate cookies out of the trash.
0: An outstanding book. Uh, give it a read and uh, enjoy it. Uh, also, shout out to our boy Alex Steele over at Steele C- got it, the it, juice. Yeah, Steele Brothers Gaming over there. They've been streaming all the time. Wednesday, they do the voice acting. I highly recommend checking it out if you're a big fan. Right now, they're running through that Ace Attorney series that I particularly enjoy every now and there you'll then you'll see me jump on there and harass them and and uh, you know make my weird off-handed comments and have a good time and I'll, I'll usually get a laugh out of you but their voice acting is tremendous over there highly recommend it and also last but not least Big Willie Dubs Gaming mm. our boy Will Waters over there at Big Willie Dubs Gaming he's got his his channel over there on Twitch but not only that, he's also doing, uh, you know, a lot of TikToks and stuff like that. The TikToks entertain the hell out of me. Um, I enjoy them very much. And uh, yeah, check it out, Big Willie Dubs Gaming. He's doing big a lot. Willy. Of big, yeah, Big Willie Dubs, man. He's doing a lot of uh, uh, Warzone stuff. Yeah, think, yeah, a lot of Warzone stuff on there. So check it out, Big Willie Dubs Gaming, and folks, that's our show. You're probably talking about us because we the only thing to talk about. Right now, yeah. A lot of these off-season, it gets real quiet, and but we're not. We're real loud over here at the Outside Blitz. So, folks, thank you so much for listening. For the bootleg better, I am the fabulous one, Scotty Freyton. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time right here on the Outside Blitz.